Hey everybody, and welcome to Free For All, your source for all things geek. I'm your host, Deep Dish. Joining me as always, Josh Barnett. Vamp! Chuck Nally. I'm here. And a sidekick whose name I've already forgotten. Hey, it's me, Stuffed Crust! <laughs> oh yeah, he's Stuffed Crust. Oh, what's up, buddy? Sorry, man. Fighting the good fight against side salad with light dressing. <coughs> That's correct. <laughs> it's a light vinaigrette. <laughs> organic croutons. Oh, fuck organic you. Croutons. Organic croutons. There is nothing organic or natural about croutons, but delicious. Uh, yeah, they're delicious. But Brittany delicious? Doesn't like, oh, yeah. Brittany doesn't like croutons. Divorce her early. Hey, listen, I know we're uh, several months out now from this marriage thing, but I'm going to need to go ahead and divorce you. I'm going to go ahead and invoke the, the croutons clause. <laughs> of all marriages? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know this, but it's actually at the bottom of the marriage certificate. Uh, thou shalt not besmirch the good name here's, of croutons. Here's why I'm a little torn on it, though. Because she doesn't like, like croutons. Like You and get all the extra croutons? I get all the extra croutons. I double my crouton intake. Does she like French bread? Because that's essentially all it is. Um, I mean, it's a bit more crunchy than French bread. You guys like the, like... No, they, that's, they, they cook it. What? Croutons. I'm aware they cook croutons and French bread, but one is much more crunchy than the other. No, I mean, f- most croutons Josh, are, based, are, are, built, are created out of French bread. Correct. But so they are much more crunchy than French bread. But they're the exact... They're, they're they are the same thing. Coach, no, coach, they're not. Coach, coach, sorry, man. We get it. We get it, Coach. Raw we fish and cooked fish, You're two right, different champ. fucking You're things. Right, no, they're not. They're still fish. Just because you like one doesn't mean you definitely like the other, goddammit. That's not what we're talking about. It's still fish, man. Whatever. Dirt and mud are still dirt. The deuce. Do you like the little (laughs) croutons that are like the little cubes instead of the, like, Ones that are I like all croutons. I don't discriminate. They're, they're pretty delicious. The best, the king of croutons is Ruby Tuesday's croutons, though. Dude, Ruby Tuesday's does have good croutons. Cu- because uh, they're cutons. slightly soft. Yeah. The like the the dark yeah. rye, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're fucking delicious. You're right. The end is rye. <laughs> <laughs> I got just for the pun. Now I, ju- <laughs> now I just want Rorschach running a salad bar. <laughs> um, I used to work with a guy when I, yes, worked at, an, at a retirement community um, in the wait staff. That's where I remember you from. Yeah. Uh, he used to just on his lunch break go to the salad bar and get a bowl of croutons and a bowl of ranch, and that was just his meal. What? He would dip the croutons in the ranch and eat them like chips. I will occasionally do that with Caesar dressing. Caesar is great. Ran- Caesar is better than ranch yeah, as it a is. dressing. But I feel like ranch is a better dip. Uh, for me, Caesar all the way. Yeah, I can totally can't, eat. You can't dump wings into some Caesar dressing. Ooh, I've never tried, but that sounds kind of good. That sounds horrifying. Also, Caesar dressing is made with anchovies. so Yeah, but you can't taste them. You know they're there. I'll put it I mean, there. I'm fine with it. Do you not like Caesar dressing? That's okay. Man, I love Caesar. It's my favorite salad. I like dressing. Caesar salad with other dressings on it. Like I would prefer just what like a, none of the, the just lettuce based, and Parmesan uh, cheese and Caesar croutons. Dressing. No, hold the cheese. Oh yeah. Instead of the creamy, what about the oil-based Caesar dressing? That's more like Italian. Meh. Really? I'd rather have. I prefer the creamy. I do too, but I also really like Italian. Is my second favorite dressing though. Italian's good. And by that I mean two of two on dressings I enjoy. Man, Honey you mustard. You don't like just a good old oil and vinegar? Nope. Oh man, I. Love it. Get oh, out of well, here. Uh, I put that on my uh, Subway sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I, I don't do oil on my yeah. sandwiches anymore. I just just drench it. I do oil and no vinegar. 
this guy. All my sandwiches from uh, like Jersey Mike's or something. Just oil? Yeah. Right? It doesn't make sense. Why? Do you like the taste of oil? Yeah. Or is Clearly. it just to help get down the gullet? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, you eat faster that way, too, obviously. <laughs> it's a more of an efficient it thing. It's to, it's to help him eat like a pelican. <laughs> just, oh. <laughs> Give me the giant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's talk about the deuce. Check. Yes, sir. Porn. <laughs> yeah. Maggie Joe and Hall still following some dicks in this show? Um, she's not, but somebody... She's, she's directing other ladies who are fondling dicks. I mean, there is a lot of... Like pushing the boundaries of what you can show on TV. Like some girl has a three, a devil's threesome, and she has clearly got a so dick in her hand right game? next to her face. Like it is shown. Oh yeah, man. I made a political joke, and you ignored it. I didn't hear it. Man, you should fucking speak up. To the devil's threesome, I said the drinking game. I know it was triangle from Kavanaugh, but still. It yeah. There. It was there. Also, it's depressing. Also, about too him. soon. Yeah. Fuck that um, guy. <laughs> fuck that guy and this country at this point. <laughs> all right. We're screwed, man. Um, I think we'll be all right. But um, <laughs> starting to sound a lot like old Rob Barnett over here. <laughs> get ready for Roe v. Wade to get overturned. As long as that happens, who cares if he raped a woman? Jesus Christ. All right. This is why we don't talk about politics. Let's <laughs> go, let's go back to talk about what we normally do. Sorry. Porn. The deuce. Um, <laughs> You're right. This show, God, the show is so well made. It is really well made. Um, I slow start to the, the season. But I was going to say the same thing. Slow start to season one, too, though, to be honest That's with you. That's fair. Any surprise headshots? No. Of the porn or non-porn variety? <laughs> no. The, the, handling the, shots, of, but the handling of Dick is clearly the standout of the first episode. But what, is it, what must it be like to be a Foley artist in that particular scenario? A who? The guy who does the sound effects. Oh. Um, Socko. He does Socko. Got it. He, he just paints. He once was thrown off hell in a cell. Right. Okay. Okay, I got it. Although Multiple personalities. Although Mick Foley. Russell Talk. Love. Yeah, Russell, Russell Talk. Russell Talk. Yeah, Russell Talk. <laughs> Take that, Evan. Have a kid more. I don't think he wants to. Yeah, I think he said. I think he'd rather do Russell Talk. The amount of kid he wants. <laughs> it's a true story. Um, the show is good. It it's is a good. little slow. Um, I'm, of course, going to go back to it, but it'll probably be a minute. Yep. Man, J James Franco is really good. Maggie Gyllenhaal is a – she's a great actress, man. I don't care what she looks like or what you think she looks like. It's a shame that you don't like her. She's fucking good in this show, man. She's really good. She's yeah, a good actress. She is very, very good. I, I've never I like said she's not a good actress. I don't, I very I don't love her, but uh, – Obviously, she had to go through what she did in season one to, like, make what she's doing in season two make sense. But I very much like what she's doing in season two more. Oh, uh, that kid from Numbers got skinny again. Yeah, he did. Man, somebody must have squeezed him good. <laughs> there's, there's, they like literally talk about it in the show. Like they, yeah. There's a one-off line about like him continuing to eat healthy because he so was. Skinny. I swear to God, he was fatter than you. <laughs> Take that, Trey. And that kid from yeah. Numbers, but now he's the skinniest of he all is. of us. Like oh man, I bet he's got like just like extra skin and stuff. Oh yeah. Hey man. What? It's not an easy thing to live with. Okay, cheers, cheers, coach. Want a jab at you? I, I know it wasn't. I'm just saying it sucks. Yeah. Um. It, it, yeah. It the dude continues Think to be about solid. That, Christian Bale. HBO television. Oh, you're gonna need all the surgery. <laughs> he can afford it. Yeah. He they could fucking That's create fair. him an entire new body and <laughs> transplant his brain. We into have it. the technology. Yeah. Indeed. Oh, the six million dollar, six million dollar bail. I fucked it up. Damn it. 
Um, couple shows that I think I just watched uh, that came back uh, for their um, third and second seasons. Uh, Bull came back for its third season. I can't believe you're still watching that show. Yeah, it's really good. Third? Yeah. Yeah. Shit. This I is know, the right? of season three. Time oh fucking flies. I've been oh doing this show for um, a long time. Nothing super significant. To honestly report. I, I bet there was some sort of story that felt procedurally generated. The, yeah, a little bit. He did some courtroom stuff. He did. Some analytics beforehand. Indeed. Picked a jury. Uh, picked a mock jury, sir. Oh, Smirked okay. a little bit. And then he does help pick the actual jury, too. Used his super sultry voice. Yeah, this this particular episode was about a Got lady. Got a smart ass. He did. He does. It's impressive. And then. Uh, one I feel like I've watched this show. Yeah. All that checks out. He CBS all over it. <laughs> he was helping. Uh, he was helping defend a uh, insurance company. Oh, okay. From paying out basically to get a uh, liver transplant for a lady who could only live for two years. I miss that Haley Atwell show. The conviction. No one misses that show. I liked it. It was Aside all right. Aside from the weird interstitials in between season scenes where they like put up weird two D mats of New York. Yeah, and, that like, was subways. All, I like you know that else show overall. The word interstitial. I use it a lot. You do. When talking about only conviction. Or, no, it wasn't conviction. Conviction is something different. It's conviction. I don't think it I'll is. Look at that. I'm on it. Um, also, The Good Doctor came back for season two. Um, they added a character late in season one that I really fucking don't like. Um, she's a kind of a giant bitch. Larger focus this season? It is conviction. Um, not a larger, just I was kind of hoping they'd do away with her and they didn't. So she's still around. Um, everything else is still pretty interesting. Um, what's his face from um, West Wing that played like There's the a lot of guys? Uh, Richard Schiff. Yeah, I love. Um, that's he, right. He, he plays like Richard the mentor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For um, I love Richard Schiff for the main character. Apparently, it's he is very difficult to work with. I could believe it. Interesting. He's also He's in this show diagnosed with brain cancer at the end of the. Oh shit! He's a um, brain surgeon. That's what he gets. Um, yeah. So irony. Right. Um, but anyways, it's kind of the doing. They deal a lot with the fallout from that in this uh, first episode. I bet he doesn't. And it is also pretty good. I will say that, uh, and we'll talk about this later, of course, but um, it is now officially uh, third on my medical procedural list. Behind? Um, Behind Chicago Med and another one. I would put it ahead of it as well. Um, Uh, It's it's easily the best of the three right now. We'll talk about that later. Um, (laughs) Chuck, the gifted. Yeah, man. Why are you, wait, why are you looking at me? Don't you watch this? No. It's just you, man. Man, fuck. All right. Season two of The Gifted. X-Men and we, shit. We went over this. Yeah, I know, but for some reason I remembered you saying you watched this, but I was clearly incorrect. Um, the show also uh, continues Slaps. to be really good. It does slap. <laughs> um, God damn, why can't I remember everybody's name? Magneto's daughter. Chuck. Polaris. Um, yeah, Polaris uh, is uh, just about to have a, a baby. Um, so some shit goes down with that. I'm not a fan of what you just did. Saying baby? You didn't say baby. Baby. Oh, baby, baby. <laughs> I'm a fan of what you just did. Down, down, down. <laughs> um, not a lot happens in this first episode for the most part, um, but I'm very does excited to watch the show. Does that guy still have tap lights in his hand? He does. Okay. Okay, okay. That checks out. Heat stroke. What's that guy's name? Uh, Eclipse. Oh, that was close. <laughs> it's roughly the same thing. Yeah, more or less. Uh, are, are the Struckers all still alive? They are. I can't remember if his dad's still Spoilers alive. Spoilers for season one. But everybody Mr. else is. Mr. And Strucker. definitely Vampire Bill is getting some powers, and I'm real excited yeah, about that. About Who's that? Vampire Bill? Uh, I forget his real name, but he played Vampire Bill in True, True Blood. Blood. And it's the dad on The Gifted. Oh, okay, cool. 
Um, I forget his the actor's name, but either way, he is apparently had powers like repressed his whole life. Oh. He is starting to get that shit back together. So did they defeat the angry agent in the first season? For the time being. So he's still around. Yes. Okay. He does not show up in this season premiere. Because they fucked him over by making him forget that his kid died. Correct. That was real that. fucked up. It was real that fucked was up. Real and, rough to and watch. Real cool in that like that's a that's definitely a storyline I've never fucking seen in a television show before. Hey, your kid died. Live it again. Yeah, like that's some brutal shit, man. That's and your like, own personal hell. Brutal like, in a way that, know. like, you can totally do on network TV. It's not, like, gory or bloody. It's or emotionally yeah. devastating. It's uh, one of the many things that I really, really uh, thought was clever about the first season of uh, of The Gifted, and hopefully season two continues. Um, I'm going to shut up for a little bit. Um, lethal Weapon, go. That's me. Okay, so we've gone over ad nauseum, the shit show that is uh, what Walking was going around. Uh, in regards to uh, Lethal Weapon last year, Clint Crawford has some clear anger management issues. They booted him off the show. They brought in Sean William Scott. We talked about that in a different hour. Uh, the biggest question about that, and he is a totally different character. He is his brother, right? Nope. He's oh. not related to or anything. The biggest thing at the end of last season was um, um, Reese gets shot in the chest uh, right over the grave of his wife. And he's sitting there bleeding. The question and is you could he hear, die. you could hear the uh, the sirens come. Well, they show him getting wheeled into the hospital, and then five seconds later, the doctor comes out and says he didn't make it. So they didn't give him the dignity of going off into the sunset with his girlfriend or anything. They said, "Fuck you, you're dead now. But you can never come back." You had to expect. Was his girlfriend at that point the girl with the kid, or yeah, the they were going to run agent. off to Texas okay. and like live their life, or was she DEA? The blonde girl. I think it was DEAC. So, uh, who cares? Um, <laughs> they could have just been like, okay, you know what? We'll write you out to where you, you know, your character's not dead forever. They were not going to give that man any dignity. And it's it turns out that yeah, he might have been anger management, you know, whatever. But also, Damon Wayans like wants to fucking kill this show, and I don't know why. It really. I'm sure he blew me. it up uh, a little bit more than what needed to be, so he could get that guy fired. But they clearly didn't get along off off screen and now he's gone too so what does it really matter nothing like this show is is they either However, have to full reboot it stifler is awesome i'm hoping that the show picks up numbers damon wayans gets replaced by like a younger black kid and they have a new like lethal weapon the new something class. or <laughs> yes. oh my god call it that <laughs> that would be amazing um leo gets in this at, at all yet not yet. I've only watched the first two episodes. Um, I love him as Leo. Gates. They'll, they'll they'll bring him back in before the end of the season. They have to, and then that chemistry. So um, so Sean William Scott plays a uh, a CIA an ex CIA operative that um, is kind of um, he's not like Riggs. He's not over the top, but he's got some P PTSD stuff for sure. So but so he is he is a nice angle. smart Alec. He's okay. not mean. He's not a drunk. He's not doing any of that Riggs stuff. Um, and, uh, like him and Murtaugh, of course, don't get along at first, but the second episode they're they're getting more back into it and they can trust each other. It's the whole kind of song and dance. It's, they're, they're not doing anything different, but the chemistry is still good. And, uh, Sean William Scott's like, he's charming, man. He, he just I've really is. I liked him. Um, I never saw Bulletproof Monk though, so. Um, I didn't either. That was his movie with Chow Yun Fat or Donnie Yen, one of the two. Something like that. He was in a God. What was that hockey movie? Hooligans or uh, no? Um, 
the goon? Goon. goon. Yeah, that's well received. I haven't seen that either. But I like the rundown. The rundown is an awesome movie. He plays a very similar character to I mean, that particular guy. All of his characters are a variation of Stifler, which is a great character. I love he's the not, American. He's Pirates. not nearly as like you know, dude, bro. Really, you know, okay. prostate massage. Also, <laughs> really liked role models with him and Paul Rudd. He's also kind of similar to that role model okay. uh, character as well. But anyway, uh, I, I like the show. It's almost like watching a whole new show. Which I mean, maybe they can salvage it. It it's really kind of, it was kind of a dick move point, by Fox to kill off that guy just because they just like take your ball and go home kind of style. But yeah, but be I an mean, adult, Fox, because <laughs> because that's what your news programs are, are want to do. <laughs> be an adult. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So lethal weapon. We'll talk about that again. I'm sure at the end of the uh, at the end of the first 13 episodes. Indeed. Or as many as it gets. Um, the Chicago shows are back. Um, I feel like we've already talked a bunch, so we won't spend too much time on that, other than to say that Med is probably number three on the uh, medical procedurals so now. So it's Med, Police, Fire? Oh, yeah, for sure. Fire is far and away the best. PD's still pretty good. And then uh, Med is not bad. It's just there's, like, two characters in that show that I fucking hate. Like, every time they're on screen, I, like... Brittany gets annoyed with me because I'm just complaining the entire time they're on screen. I feel like that's kind of the curse of the procedural, though. Yeah, I, th- that definitely happens with a lot. Like, So f- that may be one of the reasons why I like Fire so much still. We're in season seven of Chicago Fire. Which is impressive. It is. Uh, that show still does crazy numbers. But also, like, I love every last character on that fucking show. Now, there are some characters, like, this season in Fire, they introduced, um, like, a like a fire commissioner that's... Uh, kind of like shitty and political and like trying to take down one of the fire chiefs or whatever is that's it, real good. Is but it wrong that I had Michael Chiklis in mind for that role when you said it? No, but uh, that's it's not him, but or I the, would be the guy who played super happy if it was. The other guy who's very similar to him whose name I can't remember who played what's Dean on Breaking Bad? Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't know that guy's name either. Oh. But either way, it's neither of those people. Um, it's a guy that you would definitely recognize but again, don't remember the name. Either way, though, um, those guys are, like, clearly meant to be disliked. Like, whereas on Med, these two girls that I don't like that, yeah, you're... It's it's what we like to call the Dr. Chase effect. Or not Dr. Chase, I'm sorry. Dean Norris. Speaking of Chicago Fire. Um, No, yeah, Dr. Chase is the good (laughs) one from House. The other one, uh, what is her name? I don't know. Fuck. From House? Yeah. I'm rubbing off on you. I'm on it. Yeah, the girl who wasn't... With the big nose? I don't know. That's what Chuck the girl, remembers. The girl on that show who wasn't Cuddy or um, oh, while um, uh, or he's Olivia thinking Cuddy's who he's thinking has a big nose. I think. Yeah, she yeah. does. Um, she while, also on the West. While he's uh, Bonnie Bernstein, no, not Bonnie Bernstein. While he's checking that out, let's talk about um, South Park, Josh. Yeah, um, um, I've watched the first two episodes of this. I've only watched the first. So the first episode goes very dark. Yeah, so um, they take on school shootings. In, in a very South Parkian way. Yeah. It um, basically just happens and everyone's so desensitized to it they just don't fucking pay attention. Not dissimilar to the way the country, half of the country reacts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if South Park has never been known for its subtlety. Um, <laughs> no. It, it, it was less funny in its debut than maybe you would expect from South Park and more dark. Yeah, Cela more Ward is that who you're talking about? No, she was also in 2009 Star Trek. She played Kirk's father. Or Kirk's mother, sorry. <laughs> Whoa, damn. <laughs> what that is a rage. versatile actress. 
She was married to Chase. Um, for some reason, like it's an it's a very oh, she's like in top three billing. I know who you're talking about, and I am with you. Or not top three because Wilson was there. I'm um, I know exactly what you're talking about now. She was a, Bobby she's Bergstrom. A, no, Jennifer Morrison. Olivia Jennifer Wall. Morrison is who we're talking about. Oh, I don't know. Dr. Fuck Allison, that bitch. Cameron. I'm with you. She Cameron. was awful in house. Yes. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, she was a and in everything else she's been in. to enjoy but hate. Yeah. Um, anyway, so South Park. Um, you know, maybe the funniest and most depressing scene in the in the premiere was the like second or third time when it's Cartman and Token sitting in Mr. Mackey's office with PC Principal there talking to him, or maybe it's the PC Principal's office, and another school shooting happens, and it's Mr. Mackey who handles it that time, and he goes out into the hallway and just them showing him trying to contain the madness of yet another shooting. While they have this very bland conversation about Cartman thinking Token is stopping him from cheating <laughs> on him because he didn't like Black Panther, um, <laughs> which was a funny, it was the funniest part of the episode for sure. Oh, easily. But I mean, I like that they're still not, obviously now they're probably more emboldened by 22 years into this game or whatever. Yeah. Like, well, and given um, the current political climate yeah. and all that. They, they can take on any subject they want. The second episode is taking on uh, the Catholic Church and priest molestation. Oh, Jesus. Um, in which, <laughs> so, uh, slight spoilers, not. but basically <laughs> they can see the episode is everybody in South Park loves going to church on Sunday, but it's, they, they you know, they always talk about it like, we feel so much better when we leave, right? We, we feel so, so much better. We love it. And it's because they spend the entire service making fun of priest molesting kids jokes Jesus. so like anytime he's reading from scripture they make jokes and so he gets down and decides to like close church down and butters becomes his friend and like obviously that leads to everybody making assumptions about the church and butters the the, the local diocese sending uh three cleaners out to basically clean up every aspect of come from south park Oh, um, Jesus Christ. It's real rough, but it's more funny than the first episode. All right. Um, I, I like the first episode. I but did, too. You're right. It was definitely more topical than funny. It was tough to watch because, yeah, I mean, half, well, and yeah, it's ha just half our country still, like, has it's, it's their priorities not in line with what I believe in. So it's tough to watch because it's poking well, fun at that aspect. Yeah, and you just, again, like, while... I can sit back and laugh at it because in real life I'm horrified by uh, yeah, you the shootings. There it. are people who aren't necessarily laughing at it, but are clearly not super concerned about it either. Yeah, uh, uh, the, and that the, when you think about that, it kind of bums you out. Uh, Randy trying to like signal people down to not trigger Sharon's menopause is what he yeah. thought it was. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that like, part was really funny. It was like he goes, "It's like a super period." That last two years. Oh my God! <laughs> and like when she's talking to a therapist, and he just goes like, "Balls, no balls. Balls, flag, no balls, no." <laughs> like him trying to interpret what Randy's doing through the window. Like Randy is still the best character on this. Oh show. yeah, easily. Um, I, I still. I mean, I I will never not watch South Park as long as it exists on TV. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't have the affection for it that I think you and Evan do, but um, I do very much enjoy it. Yeah, it was one of those too, like so. formative shows when I was like yeah. in high school. Like I had to watch it every oh week. Oh so. shit! I totally forgot. I watched the season premiere of The Simpsons. Oh, did you? I did. Tell me about it. Uh, I mean, it's still funny. It's not it's as funny 57 as fifty-seven now. Season thirty, and uh, oh man, it's a big one. It is a big one, was and I actually really five when that show came out. That came, it's not thirty years. Yeah. Is it? Nineteen ninety-eight. God. Yeah. 
my back hurts. <laughs> Um, so they started off with pretty much the coolest intro of all time. They did, uh, like 30 years of the Simpsons. It was a countdown from 30, but they did like a scene from each, uh, one each season. season yes. Okay. So like the, the one that they did that was wound up being number one was them picking up Santa's little helper from, uh, the, the, the track. You mean Santos L. Halper? Santos L. Halper. <laughs> yes. That was the credit card. Man, that I do really enjoy the Simpsons. And, it, and it's funny. This one had Gal Gadot on it. Um, like so actually. Yeah. Nice. I mean, this, uh, the Good Simpsons. Them, they'll get they're, whoever pulling, they, they're pulling people that are, you would never expect. They'll this. get whoever they need to get. <laughs> Did they get Green Day for the movie? Yes. Yeah, they, they also have the entire cast of uh, NSYNC uh, for their boy band episode. Did they? Yes. Nice. And, and all that Justin Timberlake ever said was, word. <laughs> right. It's still funny. Anyway, that, that show's funny. I, I'm glad that I watched it. And it was the the um, the 30-year countdown was like a super poignant, like kind of special moment. I'll check that out at least. <laughs> Was uh, it was cool. That's was cool. cool. Was the Santa's Little Helper episode the same episode in which Bart wanted the Mortal Kombat style video game? No, Santos L. Hopper was the one where um, he applied for a credit card and put a bunch of stuff on his credit card, including a very special dog that was like that yeah, took I mean, out his the, own. Yeah, but I mean the, the first Santa's Little Helper episode. No. I thought it was no, 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 wanting no. that game, and then he got okay. No, no, you talking about when he stole? Yeah. No, I don't think so. With the, was it the, the touch of death or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> no. God, I no. do love old Simpsons. Ugh. Sorry. You're good. Um, while we're on the subject of animated television shows, mm-hmm. Chuck, let's talk about Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Cut. Store puns and shit. Yes, store puns. <laughs> no one reacted to that when I did it in the main group. I usually just do it to you guys on the free-for-all message group, but I decided to do it to everyone. And, and just nobody cared. No one knew what was going on. Oh, shit. I forgot what the burger was. It had to, something to do with dragon fruit. Shit. Anyway, I can't remember I now either. <laughs> anyway. Started, I think I, I now appreciate the store next door that always goes out of business more than any other of the like. Dude, I don't know, puns. man. The the um the Terminator, the or pest exterminators, uh are they're always good. Oh, they're always great. So are the burgers of the day, but yeah. So question for you. Yes. Because you have had this for at least three years now. Uh-huh. How many burgers have you cooked out of the Bob's burgers book? Zero. One. Okay, which one That's did you do? Lie. Um whatever the first one is, I don't remember now. It was like I don't know, maybe a year after we got it. Okay. Yeah. Right after we moved into the new apartment, or pretty soon after we moved into the new apartment. Oh, so I didn't get to enjoy those burgers. Yeah, that's. I don't want you to eat Bob's Burgers. Burgers, you don't like Bob's Burgers. It might, it, maybe it made me like the show. No. There's I no way you. that happens. That's true. Um, the uh, first uh, first episode of this new season, season eight or nine? I think Is it's it really? I think, I think it's, it's eight. eight. Wow. I'm pretty sure it's eight. Yeah, it's been around for a while, man. Wow. Um, and it will continue to keep going, I think. Yep, that's that one of the TV now. Guide uh, Save Our Shows that lasted for a long, long, long time. First yep. season, they were worried? The, it was a Save Our Show from t- the one the TV Guide used to do an SOS. Yeah. And it was like, save the show. And like people like really got behind it, and they got a second season, and it hasn't stopped. Yeah. Hey, TV Guide. Can't stop. What the fuck about forever, yo? Nah. TV Guide's not a thing anymore, Josh. Some guy who used to write for them is watching. <laughs> 
Probably. Um, we have thousands and thousands of listeners. This first episode He's was uh, poll right now. mostly f- focused on Tina, to no one's surprise. Um, she's the daughter? Yeah, she's the, <laughs> the older, oldest daughter. You idiot. Um, I'm trying to be engaged, Chuck. She uh, runs into a boy Go outside the of the ship. restaurant who is going to like an American Idol style competition that's only for boys. And Tina's a bit boy crazy uh, is one of the kind of the running bits. So every she goes to like find this guy at this boy competition dressed as a boy. And every guy that she runs into, she has like a two minute long musical fantasy. It's about them. Incredible. It's so good. I thought this was going the direction of what's that 80s movie? Was it just one of the guys? Yeah. I thought it was going in that direction. No, it is a musical and starring Tina. It's so good because she'll just bump into somebody and like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, and then, ring, like there's there's a rap. There's like a La La Land style scene. It's like an 80s one. Yeah, it's so fucking good, man. It's God, amazing. Show. I'm happy for you guys. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. You've got eight seasons. God, God it's so good. I'll oh, just sorry, randomly rewatch sorry. episodes. Sometimes season nine. Too. Nine is the season. Is it, okay, it is nine. It is nine. I knew it was one of the other. So wait, was Bob's Burgers out before I, I moved here? I don't know. When was the first season? I don't know. Nine years ago? I don't think it was. Eight years ago, I guess, since the season <laughs> hasn't started. Oh, shit. That's funny, Trey. <laughs> Thanks. Bob's Burgers premiered. Hey, do you want to talk about Man in the High Castle now or just when you finish it? No, I can talk a little bit about it now. Go. So I know. I prefaced this with saying uh, before the show. You don't remember anything? Man in the High Castle and Mr. Robot are an enigma for me. When the new season starts, I don't remember jack shit about what happened in the previous X amount of years. Um, but I love those shows so much. And this show, like, this season is absolutely no exception. Um, Man in the High Castle is an Amazon Prime show. It is an alternate history where uh, Japan and Germany won World War II, essentially, and took over the United States. They split it down the middle. Um uh, Japan covering the West Coast, basically California, Oregon, and Washington. There is a dead zone in the middle, and then the eastern and midwestern parts of the uh, United States are all covered by Germany. Um, it's just an incredibly well-made show. They are so there's an alternate, like, sci-fi story to this, in which obviously the man in the high castle is somebody who is distributing or trying to distribute these uh, celluloid films of a version of the war in which we won. So the, the version that we actually know as history. Um, this show starts with the main character, Juliana, who has been uh, the character, the main character throughout the first few seasons um, with the man in the high castle himself, who is, God, I can't remember the actor's name, uh, the guy who played Milton in uh, Office Space. I know you're oh, Stephen Root? Root. That, I couldn't remember his last name. Um, he plays the Man in the High Castle. Spoilers for season one a couple years ago. but um, Great. Now I can't go watch that show. So basically they're starting to merge these realities in small pieces. Juliana's sister who died in the, the season's world has lived in the other and Juliana herself died in the other world and they've brought her. Trudy, her sister, over. So they're bringing together these two characters. They are starting to, at least in some aspect, merge the worlds. And it's really, as of right now, for this season, more a Nazi political drama, in a way. The majority of what happens in this show focuses on um, power moves within the Nazi party. So Rufus Sewell, who is kind of a... Does he still have a, a weird eye? I mean, he's always going to have that weird eye. It's not going anywhere. Um, 
Did he go to the same store that Forrest Whitaker did? That's a horrible store. You fucked up by walking in there. Um, you would know him as maybe the bad guy from uh, A Knight's Tale. Or the good guy from Dark City. He was in Dark City. You are right about that. Um, it's a good movie. His his son in the, the last few episodes of the previous season uh, revealed to the Nazi party that he had a debil- debilitating illness that he could have lived from, but because of the perfection of the Aryan race, it's against mm. the law for him to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he basically sacrificed himself and gave himself up to the Nazi regime who killed him. Um, so this particular episode focuses very heavily on um, him and his wife dealing with the fact that their eldest son, their only son, has uh, made the sacrifice, has, has passed at the hand of the party that they support, and uh, what they're doing in preparation for his essential uh, ceremony for his, his death. Uh, they name like the high school after him, essentially. Um, you can see the seeds of him maybe trying to be turned against the Nazi party a little bit. Um, it's just, it's intriguing at this point. Without really knowing where the direction is heading, I like that there's a history in all of these tapes of the alternate version of uh, the war that features the Juliana character. When she was a child, she was celebrating the uh, the victory of the U.S. in those f- uh, videos in literally every single film she exists in some fashion. So she is obviously the central point of the story. But I literally have no idea where the story is going, but I truly, truly enjoy where, like watching it week to week. Cool. Indeed. Cool. So, so what's funnier, um, <laughs> the dragon fruit me to hell burger, mm-hmm. uh, fleas just not that into you, pest control, or Paul's risers, bleachers, platforms, and stages? Number three. <laughs> no, nah, man, fleas just not that into you. I don't, <laughs> I don't get the first one. Say it again. Dragon dragging me to hell, dragon fruit you to hell. Oh, see, that's, that a, little, it's that's a, little a little bit of a stretch. Rough. It's a little rough. Oh, I like it. Like how to train your dragon fruit, maybe? Burger, how to train your dragon fruit burger? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can see that. I mean, they got to use dragon fruit again. Who says they haven't done it already before? Dragon fruit heart burger. Dragon heart? I love dragon heart. Unapologetically. All right. You so should in the show there. Fuck you. That we have no business good. talking about entertainment. David <laughs> <laughs> Thewlis um, is great as the evil king in that movie. Eh. Let's talk about Big Mouth. Yes. Like I've just, just watched the first episode. I've I've only watched about five minutes of the second episode uh, beyond that. So for I those unfamiliar, this is a uh, animated show on Netflix that basically deals with uh, young prepubescent boys basically hitting puberty so and girls. I did and a very unjosh thing with this. Yeah. I wanted to continue, like, after I finished the first episode. It right. auto-played the second episode. And I got about five minutes in, and I was like, I could literally sit here all day long and watch this whole season but i was like i've got to watch other tv so i backed out i'm impressed i am very impressed with myself because after just the first episode i wanted nothing more than to watch the entire season um you can do that tomorrow i want to you can also i still really like this i did not think this was as funny as anything in the first season I also agree with that. Really? Uh, the, I mean, now the really second episode, did you guys to get to the it? land of boobs or the uh, the woman locker room song? In the Not second yet. episode? Did you get? It was no, that I the first watched episode. Just the first, yeah. Okay, uh, never mind. The, the episode two is fucking great. Okay. Most reviews have Good. said it's even better now. In the uh, yeah, that's not my review. 
I'm I am simply saying actually most season, of these reviews have you watched the whole season is what I'm saying. Oh, the whole season. Yeah. I got no, you. no, not not just episode one. I don't think that this hits the peak of ep- of season one. Did I he think. lose one of his pubes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those pubes are fucking hilarious. One of them is uh, Kenneth from Thirty Rock, yep. and and the other one is um, from The Office. Why can't I remember his name? The black white, guy. black guy. Yeah, David uh, Robinson, not David Robinson. <laughs> Craig Robinson, <laughs> <The> Admiral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them is Dan Robinson. The other one is Tim Duncan. Bitch. <laughs> and Kawhi Leonard is the secret third one. You, you'll get to him eventually. No, um, yeah, Craig Robinson is the other one. <laughs> okay. Um, and I like that they brought back the ghost of Duke Ellington. Uh, God, he's Jordan funny. Peele. Like, I, just I really hope the ghost of Aretha Franklin shows up. <laughs> that would be in this incredible. season. She, she probably will. Man, that'd be great. Like, I don't know. I just, I really like it. I think the coach is better in parts in this first episode than he is in a lot of the first season. Um, I like He just kind of bums me out, man. <laughs> yeah, man. He's a 35-year-old 30 f- man, baby, who's never seen a naked woman who actually thinks that... He's lactose intolerant. <laughs> yeah, he is. He keeps you could That do. part was really funny. Man, he's just funny. Uh, but he thinks that a, a young boy tucking his dick between his legs, holding two basketballs, is an actual naked lady. It's really funny to me. Nick Kroll is really funny in that role. Um, yeah, he is. Man, that show... And again, I don't want to sound like I didn't like the episode. It was really fucking funny. It's just didn't quite, like you said, hit the kind of the peaks of uh, season yeah, it's one. it's definitely not like... It, this wouldn't be a top five episode of season one. But yeah. I think it would be right up there with, like, any episode of season one otherwise. Like, I think it, it's... Yeah, it's it really good. the same feeling and pattern, but, yeah, maybe doesn't hit the, the highs of the first season. Yep, episode two is... I'm it's really excited. Classic. It was yeah, hard for me to, to watch stop watching too. that last night. Yeah, I, I really wanted to just keep watching it, but Bojack I first, but then Big Mouth. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, Big Mouth. If you're not watching it, you should. You should absolutely. All right. It's the most honest and funny uh, coming of age like puberty. Uh, we're gonna go through uh, some keeper cut shows. These are uh, Ooh. new shows premiering Evans, for the uh, first time. Okay. Got Evans list. Um, first up. Uh, very quickly, uh, the Norm Macdonald show. Cut. Uh, cut indeed. <laughs> uh, man, I've never been more bored than listening to David Spade talk about his first appearance on Johnny Carson. Like, Okie doke. Keep. I'm kidding. It's one of the. It's yeah. No one obviously bo- up no for the chosen. No one believed you on that. It's obviously up for. Uh, for a show. The yeah, the chosen's. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, it's, Norm MacDonald is barely, it, we saw only like five minutes of the first episode. It got it so yeah. much worse. You guys should watch it just for the absolute yeah. monkey feces fight. Does he become more involved in the show later on? Because in the first. Yeah, but that's bad. I know. He's awful in, in the this first show. five minutes, he says like two words. He's like, hey, David Spade, right? Oh my God, it's so You're bad. You're on Carson and then just lets David Spade rant about being on Carson. Evan, Evan says the Norm Macdonald show, hard cut. <laughs> this show is so bad. It's awful. Um, speaking of shows that aren't very good, let's talk about Maniac. No, <laughs> Evan I, I disagrees. Ev, Evan, Evan keeps. You didn't watch any of it? I, I told you this. You guys told me I didn't miss anything. Yeah, we just oh, talked about that's the show. Right. That's right. Sorry. <sighs> my bad. Um, my bad, Deep Dish. <laughs> it's all right. Please don't garlic not me. I mean, maybe later. You're okay. If I'm in the mood. Ooh. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, uh, <laughs> who am I kidding? I'm always in the mood for cart nuts. 
This sh- this show's got the best of both worlds. It's both boring and confusing. Yeah, man. So, um, <laughs> skinny Jonah Hill. Oh, sorry, semi skinny Jonah Hill with a mullet is incredible. Yeah, and Emma Stone, um, which the cast had me super excited. The um, love of your life, Emma Stone. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, this show though, I, I agree with you. It is both. It is equal parts. Completely fucking boring and super, super confusing. Neither like, of you watched beyond the first episode, right? No. I, I watched I the second episode. Okay, sorry. It. I did. So it doesn't get better. No. Okay, just want to make sure. And I've, I've heard from a lot of critics that it is it is kind of confusing and Tori and, hard and to follow. Evan are the two that love it, right? Or is it Boone? This is an absolute keep for Evan. Uh, yeah, I don't, don't remember know. if it was Boone or Tori. Either way, they're wrong. Somebody was talking <laughs> on the, in the chat with him the other day about it, and I was surprised. Yeah, Man, I couldn't cut. I was really excited for it, but yeah, I'm a, a hard cut on uh, that show. I'm it's a, well I'm made. It's just I don't give a shit. I'm a hard DNP on this one. Did not participate. Thanks for spelling that out. You're welcome. Coach has got to, you know, give it out there to the press. <laughs> um, another new Netflix show that I did really love, though, um, The Good Cop. You did too, right? I love the show. Yeah. Starring one Josh Groban. Josh Groban. As one Alan. Did you both only watch the first episode? Yes. I did, yeah. Me as well. Okay. So this is a very Angela. This is a confusing <laughs> show for me because half of this show I really, really enjoy. I actually I like Josh Groban as the straight laced cop. I like him as this kind of like Boy wonder in a way in terms of the, right. the police department. He is you you never doubt that he's gonna have the answer in the long run, right? But the stuff with his dad didn't feel good or earned to me in any way. I didn't feel like they had great chemistry personally. Um I feel like it was just Tony Danza hamming it up on screen, which Tony Hamza. Indeed. Some people, I'm sure, really, really enjoy that. I, I enjoyed my episodes of Who's the Boss back in the day. Um, Who didn't? Right? Yeah. I mean, Angela and Mona and, and Sam and all that, right? But Remember the episode where he saw her naked coming out of the shower? I that do. Was the, that was the best. Formidable episode. Remember when Mona was a whore? Always? Yes. <sighs> whore. Um, but yeah, the, the interplay between the two of them, like, I remember this preview being more along the lines of, like, almost like a... Maybe I'm wrong, but like a castle-esque story in terms of like, yeah, his dad's an ex-cop and an ex-con, and like he actually gets brought in to participate in. The I can see that happening later in the show. Okay, because this first episode very much focused on trying to clear his dad's name. Yeah, and I liked the mystery. I completely picked it out early in terms of what had happened, not just like who it was, but what had happened. Right. Um, like the entire spoilers, but like the entire time I was like, it's. It, the shooting range, shooting range, shooting range, shooting range. There's a reason they showed it at the very beginning of the episode as a shooting range. Um, oh, I didn't. I, I wasn't even paying attention. I thought it was a pretty clever way that I hadn't seen oh, in really? a uh, show before. It, it was definitely unique. Um, and I will it's probably... like something that would happen on Monk. This this is a yeah. tentative, like, short leash keep for me. I like at least half of the show, so I'm going to give it a shot. I like also the interplay between Josh Groban and the other... Tony the, Hamza. No, the other... the, the Angela. P.I., mm. Yeah, Carla or whatever her name is. Rosie Perez? Not. Yes, Rosie Gugino. Perez. Gugino. Yes, both nice of them. She got Carla, nice Gugino, right. Rosie Perez. <laughs> she's got a very confusing name because she's neither of those two people. I'd do it. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah. uh, Evan says uh, cut, but I liked it. Um, this is a... Com- he'd that. rather keep Maniac. Yeah, this is a definite keep for me. 
Yeah, me too. Keep. Tender keep for me. Tender keep? Tentative. Oh. Uh, next up, tender. new CBS joint, Magnum P.I. Didn't watch. I did. What did you think, cut. I mean, kind of sloppy. Uh, incredibly, uh, like, trying too hard to bring back some nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, the How fucking halo drop out of nowhere for some reason. How charming is Jay Hernandez? Not very. Okay. I think the yeah. most charming guy is the guy from Weird Loners, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I agree. And I like the black. And I like the black guy. Seven rough week. The, 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 the black guy. The black guy was also uh, pretty good. Jay Hernandez is my least. No, Higgins is my least favorite part of the show. The weird looking late giraffe lady. Uh, that is taking yeah. the place of the old man. Yeah, because so the, the first original it was an old man, like Mulder yeah. Butler, right? Yeah, but he was really the secret boss behind it all. Yeah. So the first like ten minutes of this show, when they like introduce everybody before that one dude gets straight up fucking murdered, mm-hmm. that you think I thought at least was going to be like a main character in the show. Right. They like give him his own introduction, and everything, and then they murder his ass. But anyway, um, you thought the guy not named Magnum was going to be the show. I thought he was going to be a regular oh, character. Oh, I thought you said was going to be the main focus of the show. No. Sorry. Just, just like a, a, a regular character. Anyway, regardless, like, the first 10 minutes, I think I even said something in the group about it. Like, I was like, oh, man, like, I like the show more than I thought I would. But by the end, man, I'm good. Did you ever it's go back and watch a second episode of MacGyver? No. Okay, because you said you were going to. Yeah, I did. Kristen, I think Kristen's up to date on that show. Oh, my God. On MacGyver? Yeah. I kind of wish I was. It just it, I liked MacGyver so much back in the day. I think she's also current on Magnum P.I. She says the, the second episode doesn't feel nearly as forced, but I'm, I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm cutting it. Yeah, I, I'm, d- I'm a pretty sure I'm a cut on that. I might watch another episode, but it would probably go the way of MacGyver. There's no mustache. Also that. He gets the Detroit cap in the second episode. He didn't okay. have it in the first episode. Oh, two episodes of this? Kristen did. She told me about it. Okay. Um, cut before I ever watch it. I'm assuming oh, uh, Evan's, Evan's cut. Evan's cut. Uh, he's got a couple of ratings notes on some of these. Um, ratings are much lower than anticipated. It's a toss-up for renewal. Could also see them moving it to Fridays. Be interesting. If that's that kind of surprising, well. especially how well Hawaii Five O did. Yeah, I think that's why. I mean, obviously, it's why they keep doing these. But Hawaii Five O seems to be a more competently put together show. Well, it's also got Hurley and Scott Con and uh, Jin. Um, next up, I think an NBC show, Manifest. I believe it's NBC. I don't think it is. I think it's ABC. Maybe it is ABC. I'm on it. It screams ABC. The acting NBC does, now that you say it. I thought, I thought ABC was on Hulu. Both are. They are? Okay, maybe yeah. it is. Um, I only watched the first episode of this. Same here. Um, I thought that the story was NBC. super interesting. It's WNBC. WNBC. <laughs> Um, the story is super interesting. Like, I really like the idea of like where the show could potentially go. Man, particularly that lead actress. She's terrible. She sucks, man. She's Dude. so terrible. Like, it's hard to fucking watch. I couldn't. Like, I didn't want to finish the first episode specifically because of that. But I like. I like where the show seems to be going. See, like, I don't. I don't uh, like the voices. I don't, man. I don't know. I didn't, yeah, dude. Like the whole talking to the, like hearing the dogs thing or whatever, and like whatever they're trying to plant the seed of in terms of this, like telekinetic telekinesis powers or whatever, or telepathic rather. Like right. I just, it's not vibing with me in any way. Why whatsoever. would they dick over that kid like that too? That didn't make any sense. It's like the whole show. 
Like I just don't get it, and I don't like it. Yeah, um, I legit don't like this. Yeah, show. I'm, I'm interested in it too. Yeah. So you guys are both cuts on this. I am a uh, cut. Yes, I am a cut. Uh, Evan. Oh wait, go ahead. Uh, I'm a tentative keep. I didn't love it, but I, I'm intrigued by it. I'm pouring an Evan on this one, so gross. Um, I intend to at least uh, watch another episode. Or I two. almost want to finish it just to prove my theory from upfronts, in which this is some sort of god show. I can see that still. You guys um, told me I was crazy. I didn't, because, uh, well, I might have, I don't remember the conversation. Evan says uh, he's going to keep it, but it's on a short leash. That's uh, the biggest hit of the fall so far. We'll get renewed. Oh, yeah, I have no doubt it'll get renewed. This, it'll this be manifestier. This screams like low rent lost to me. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. It's but God lost. I mean, it's only lost in that Manifest. there's a mystery with a plane Not involved. Only on the plane, but. But I mean, they're gone for a long time and then they come back. Yeah, but. That's also lost. Also, I don't like the show. Lost. <laughs> He's you got lost you me there. there. He lost me there. That's a lost world, Trey. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Shut up, Josh. You broke the funny <laughs> stuff. Uh, next up. Dummy. Uh, yeah. Another CBS joint, FBI. Aptly named. The show that nobody understood FBI. my awesome rude bomb joke about. Yeah, that's because it kind of fucking sucks. No, nah, man. In the first five minutes of this show, three bombs interrupts. It's not just once. Three different times a bomb interrupts a sentence. Not just that it goes off, but they go to the well three times in like five minutes. Bombs don't go by your conversation rules, Josh. Apparently, especially if they're over Baghdad. Conversation rules, even when they're being written about. Yeah, bombs over Baghdad. <laughs> um, <laughs> go on. I kind of like the show, though. See? See, I'm like a rude bomb. You are. You're. You're. You're totally a Boom. character on FBI. I kind of like this show. It's all right. You don't like a Dick Wolf show? I didn't like it. Nearly it even as much had as I the Law and Order done done at the beginning of it. It did. I was with a, with a bomb. I forgot that it was a Dick Wolf show until that exact moment. <laughs> um, this is a short leash for me as well. I'm gonna watch another couple episodes, but I didn't love it. I'm gonna cut it. I, I don't like that dude. I don't like his face. I don't yeah, like his attitude. It's the lady I don't like on this one. He was like She's super more problem, aggressive. Man. She's a low rent uh, Deb from uh, Dexter. Um, that's fair. She can't act sure. as well. A little either. more meat on her bones, maybe. Um, FBI is about this, FBI agents. This is a, a tentative keep for me as well. Um, we don't really talk about the show, but I, we have I a lot of shows to get enjoy to. the show. Um, it's FBI agents getting into shenanigans. Yeah, it's it a procedural. It definitely does the problem of procedural television in which it skews a little too close to reality. Uh, it pulls a little too much from the headlines yeah. currently. Um, but overall, Not all procedurals do that. Yeah, o- overall, though, I, I found it genuinely entertaining. Yeah, I'll, I'll grant you that. I'll give it another two. I enjoyed episodes. watching it. I just didn't. I was not entertained. Um, also, not hooked the way I am with some other procedures. MS-13 is a legit, like, terrifying aspect of our country. Like, that is correct. Those fuckers are scary. And the fact that it's, um, like, being worked into entertainment now. Yeah. Um, so Hang on. Oh, good. Uh, Evan says, cut, but he liked it way more than he thought. Uh, above average ratings, and it will get renewed unless there is a dramatic dip. Oh, the old dramatic dip. Yeah, ranch. <laughs> Sorry, um, ranch. <laughs> yeah. Another procedural up next. Uh, this one, I believe, also on NBC. Um, New Amsterdam. This uh, stars uh, one Tom Keen from The Blacklist um, as basically a doctor who um, gets hired as, like, uh, kind of the chief of the hospital or whatever. Yeah, kind of the chief of medicine. The yeah, yeah. Uh, he's running shit at this new hospital, and his thing is, like, 
we're going to like stop worrying about how much we bill each month. The bureaucracy. Of yeah, it. and we're going to get back to like being doctors and genuinely helping people. Did you watch this check? Yep. Cool. Um, why did Why did you ask us all these things before we started tonight? Because. I wanted to see what I needed to keep on the list and what I needed to cut. He didn't. Do you think I was going to remember every single fucking one of these? I thought you were writing like a C or a J no. next to the one. Okay. I was just figuring out what we needed to keep and smart. cut as far yeah. as what we're going to talk about tonight. For Champ and Josh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, this the, the lead in this is just super, super charismatic. He is. He's awesome. I like this show. I love this show. I also love this show. I like this show a whole lot. Like, this is a very easy, like, I'm going to try and finish. I, I don't know if I can go this, 22 episodes, but... This, for me, is, like, a prime example. The fact that you guys like this maybe will give you some insight into why I like procedural so much. Like, I mean, I enjoy procedural television. It, I don't love the way you do. Procedurals. Sure, well, no one does, but... Um, That's a true story. <laughs> Dick Wolf hates procedurals compared to you. That's true. It's totally true. He needs to get on my level. <laughs> um, no, but just, like, how excited that guy is to, like, help people and, like, like these, like, feel-good stories and... And they pepper in at the very end, obviously, the intrigue of, you know, he is terminal or, yeah. you know, you assume terminal at this point, and so he's kind of getting into what he can and he doesn't care about the repercussions because he only has so much to live for at this point. Right. Which I'm sure this if the show does well will turn around. Of but course. They'll they'll cure cancer if they have to. Um, like the the drama with his wife was a little much because it was over and out like immediately. Yeah. They were like, Oh yeah, by the way, he's married and they're about to have a kid and the kid's about to die and oh it's all good again. Bye. Like it literally happened. They threw a lot at you in that first episode. Um, That's fair. Oh shit! Um, Maggie Lawson is uh, uh, Stifler's ex-wife in uh, Lethal Weapon. Oh, nice. Okay, nice. continue. Anyway, um, I did actually though. I like really connected with the the like Ebola kid. Like they they played that up really well. The Ebola kid was good. I like that the actress that um, plays that doctor that like goes in there and kind of gets stuck or whatever. I like her quite a bit. Um, also, really liked the doctor, like the older doctor the who. Psych? Oh, oh, that guy. No, I do. The psych guy. There's so, there's straight up, literally the same fucking character on Chicago Med. There's um, a wasn't lot that guy by, in, uh, um, Deadbeat. Yes, he is the guy show? from Deadbeat. Okay. The 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 show produced by Kevin Smith. Yeah. He saw ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, I liked um, that show for like the one episode I watched. No, but the older um, doctor the with Indian like guy. Yeah, that has like like he loses glasses on his head and it's like. Taking stuff real slow, and you think he's kind of a bumbling uh, bumb idiot. Yeah, exactly. But, but it turns out that he's, like, real fucking good at his job. Yeah. Man, I, it was super predictable, but, like, very satisfying when that turn happened. And, like, the, I mean, the pulling at the heartstrings moment of that woman getting to, you know, cross back across the border. Yeah. Because, um, of, of course, he talked to the Mexican consulate or whatever. He happened to exactly have the right patients yeah. in the emergency room or whatever. What does that matter? Yeah, man. I, I, know, I mean, it's, it, it is enjoyable. Like, I, this is an easy keep for me. Uh, also, an easy keep for me. Um, yeah, this is like probably my favorite new show. But I bet it's, I can tell what Evan is. Uh, cut. He enjoyed the show, especially the lead. Doing solid, solid in the ratings. Will renew if there's no fall off. Um, next up, a million little things. Uh, Man, EBC I I joint. Um, I also heard it's basically this is us. Uh, it's this is us, and that it's like. Meant to make you savvy. Yeah, meant to make you cry, and again pulls at the heartstrings. I, I haven't seen a lot of This Is Us, but I don't think it's 
as similar in, uh, in any okay. other way. Um, I love Antimelia does not die in this show. Chuck's to be mad at me. Yeah. Don't ask him. Did you watch this? Yes. All right, cool. There is what one premiere think? I did not watch, and that's Murphy Brown. That's all it. Right. I got all the rest. Tell of me it. what you think about this. What are we talking about again? <laughs> A million little things. Oh. Uh, James Roday. James Roday and a funny but, uh, you know, a very cynical uh, psych uh, character. Yeah. Uh, I, I liked the show. I thought there were some, uh, some poignant moments. Um, incredibly. God, it's so sad. But I think there might be a bit of a mystery here with him jumping and all that kind of stuff that, of course, I can see that. Get. Uh, uh, thrown out because there were some so things that the the his assistant was hiding and not telling everybody all the truth and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. for those who didn't get to watch it, basically at the beginning of the show, one of the guys jumps off a roof or not a roof, but off his balcony Fair. in his office, and basically the rest of his friends are all in like kind of bad spots and don't really talk much um, or like at least talk about anything profound, and this kind of brings them back together and forces them to have some. Tough conversations. Gotcha. Um, they, it. So I didn't think I was gonna like the show at all. Um, this show's really good. Like it's well acted. It's well written. Um, like everything about the show is top notch. All that said, I think it's a cut for me. I just man, there's so much TV. Yeah. And I didn't get super pulled in by the story. Like I, I appreciated the show more than I liked the show. That's fair. Chuck. <sighs> I think I'm going to keep it on a short leash. Um, every once in a while, a grown man needs a good cry. That's fair. I had and one of those. This, this is going to wind up being that show for me. Okay. But there were a couple of moments, like, when that dude was breaking down at the game, because, you know, James Roday was talking about how they talk, but they never talk. You know, right. I don't know anything about you. I know that, you know, we were in an elevator, and we like, who do we like? The Bruins? I did not watch the show. Oh, the Bruins, yes. Boston Bruins. Okay, and um, he's like, "That's that's all I know about you guys." And he, you know, kind of called bullshit on the whole thing. And then they go to the hockey game, and the black guy was like, uh, "Him dying saved my life." Like, yeah, uh, I'd be dead right now. Yeah, he had a mouthful full of, of pills. pills. Um, he okay. was going to kill himself when his friend killed himself. I feel like and that was kind of the, um, the show. The conceit of the show is like it pulls them back a little bit. All yeah, his friends. and a million little things is essentially like friends. Friendship. Okay. Um, so it's a so. key for you. What did Evan say? Uh, Evan says, uh, cut. Decent but too depressing. Ratings are way off from what they were expecting but not super low. Toss up for renewal. Yeah, especially if it's may not even get a second season. Um, I didn't really realize we also had uh, results from the cancellation bear here. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Um, yeah, take that cancellation bear. God, I miss Calavan. All right, run of sitcoms coming up here. Um, single parents. All single parents. All single parents. That's all I got. Yeah? Yeah. This show is delightful. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah? Yeah, man. Go I yelled ahead. at my TV in anger. <laughs> that sounds like a Josh-ass thing to do. Like when he's <laughs> like at the very beginning of this show, when he is addressing the entire class of like first graders or whatever, Talking about Taco Tuesday, and like it was just so painfully uncomfortable. I muted it and yelled "fuck you" at my TV. Um, You're wrong. That guy's the best. Yeah, it, I will admit that it guy starts off a little corny, but is the best. Um, man, I like every single fucking character in this show. I also love this show. <laughs> this might be my favorite sitcom. 
I don't think it's my favorite, but I, the, I do uh, like ones, it quite a bit. The new ones. Yeah, that's what then that's what I mean. I don't think it's my favorite of the new ones, but it is definitely a keep for me. God, just Brad Garrett, just everywhere he goes, just like giving people money, <laughs> just handing out money. Like he goes up to the cop and he's like, "Here, get yourself something nice." And they're like, "Sir, I can't." No, no, no. I know what you make. And then the wonderful <laughs> Frozen number at the end. That was Moana. Amazing. Or Moana. I'm sorry, I said Frozen. That was amazing. Basically the same. Movie. Wait. You did watch the whole episode. I uh, told you I did. You said you muted it, and then you said, fuck you. I never said I stopped the show. That I muted it during that scene. So, so um, you re-lips when people are singing uh, Moana? No, I, re- I started listening again after that scene. Sure you did. It was painfully uncomfortable for me for me that scene. You I never, never said intended that to you infer that I muted it for the entire show or stopped watching it. Trey, I don't care. Why would I mute it and yell at my I TV do. instead of just turning it off? Let's talk about Last Man Standing because I Anyways, don't want to talk about single on. parents anymore. I'm keeping this. It's a cut for me. It's Easy. a keep for me. Evan says cut, but we'll watch from time to time. That is not a cut, Evan. The definition of cut is to stop watching it. Short leash, bro. Uh, solid ratings, not definite renewal, but has a decent shot. I like the second episode, too. I've not watched the second I'm one. I'm current on this show. Nice. I will be soon. Um, <laughs> so, uh, technically not a new show premiere. Um, but Last Man Standing, um, getting canned on ABC and picked up uh, and revived by Fox. Liberal and idiot are redundant, apparently. Uh, that they are, sir. That they are. I'm surprised you didn't know that already. I you did, would if I you were smart. I watched the promotional material from the show. Um, so you didn't actually watch the episode? Dude, I told you. I, I would ask Chuck, but I know that he did because this is not Murphy Brown. Thank you, um, sir. That's called applied learning, and I'm proud of you. Oh, don't worry, I'll forget it about two more shows from now. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, yeah, so this is seasons nine, seven, nine? Sure, fuck you, Tim. Something like that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Tim Allen joint, um, he's raising three daughters, owns like a Bass Pro Shop style joint. Um, does videos, apparently. Yeah, does YouTube videos now. I don't know how long that's been going on on the show. Um, this show's lazy as fuck. I thought I actually thought it was kind of clever how they started the show. The 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 opening bit about like I can't believe like who would cancel such a like wonderful show. It's like maybe it's like, on a different uh, uh, channel. They don't do that. Yeah, uh, it gets canceled. It gets canceled. It's like no no no. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, that that whole thing a little heavy handed, but. I agree that like that I started out going like it was oh, a cl- this is pretty funny. I, yeah, to me it was a clever way to do Man. that. Man, and then and and obviously I guess up front I'm a very liberal person. Typically vote for Democrats in most elections, they're not all. As clearly am I all the um, voting, you know. Huh. Yeah, other than the voting part. Um He bitches Democrat. I do indeed <laughs> bitch Democrat. <laughs> but regardless, like it's it wasn't so much like I could give two shits if you make fun of like liberals. It's just like Man, the fucking laziness of it. Like, the low-hanging fruit, like, we're going to have the ditzy blonde clearly be the liberal in the show. Like, no one who's smart can possibly be a liberal. Like, if you're an intelligent person, you're clearly going to be a conservative. Like, that's the message I garnered from this show after 30 minutes. Well, the guy who's married to that girl is pretty smart. Is he, though? The Canadian guy? Yeah. They make fun of him because he's Canadian, but he's clearly intelligent. I mean, he's not like ditzy like the oldest daughter is or uh, anything. I agree with that. But she's pretty hot, though. Eh, really? Yeah, not a fan. Mm. Um, too ditzy. <laughs> Nobody expected it from Trey, but too ditzy. Too ditzy. Not enough titsy. 
<laughs> All that checks out. More titsy, no titsy, more titsy. No. God, that's a chin I can get behind. <laughs> or in front of, or um, just anyway. right in the middle. <laughs> Man, regardless, I did not enjoy the show. I definitely Tried. won't keep watching it. Yeah, it's a cut for me. It's an easy cut. Preemptive um, cut. Evan. Evan says cut hard. Uh, had a huge debut. It's a definite renewal. I mean, oh yeah, that show's doing it, well. It, it got married to the perfect network, and it yeah, it, it did the like war cry for the right kind of people. That move, that show's gonna go on another five years, at least. Yeah. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, we have the uh, revival um, of Murphy Brown. Shocker. I liked this a lot. Really? Yeah. Uh, the show fucking sucks. So go on. <laughs> I get I get your complaint, and I don't necessarily disagree with it. Um, Which complaint? I have several. It's it's frustrating <laughs> for it to be so in your face with the real life politics of it. All. Yeah, like I get um, enough of that shit. I stay current on politics. I don't have that complaint <laughs> about media, personally speaking. Um, like I I am perfectly fine with the show wanting to take liberties uh, in terms of referencing. Reality, and obviously this particular show speaks to my ideology, so I'm okay with it. Is it depressing in some aspects? Absolutely, because do I believe that if Murphy Brown had been a real person uh, and she started mouthing off against Trump on Twitter, would he interrupt her show with his own tweets? 100%. Yeah, that's obviously um, a realistic thing to Which is why it doesn't bug me as much. I also have immense nostalgia for this show. I loved it growing up. Seeing these characters back together. Hey, is Jim back on the show? The wooden character that's got very good posture. Oh, I am not remembering names right now. I mean, is there another wooden person that's got very good no. posture? That is he literally wooden? He acts wooden. That's kind of his charm. So the only ones, uh, again, like unfortunately, like I think he might be, but the only ones that I remember like specifically are back are Miles, who was their producer. Murphy, Corky, who was like the younger blonde woman, and then um, the other old guy at this point now. Yeah, I don't remember his What's name. What's his name? I can't remember. I bet, I bet it's Jim. Jim. <laughs> he may indeed be. Regardless, um, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Does uh, he have very good posture? No. He's got average posture. Yeah, he's Did he have good middle. posture when he wasn't as old? Entirely possible. <laughs> so the thing that stuck out the most to me, and that was the worst part of this premiere, and I, I watched the first two episodes, um, is the incredibly weird and 100% pointless Hillary Clinton moment. That was maybe the only part I liked of really? the entire episode. Hillary Clinton just showing up on this show as a different Hillary wanting that to... That joke, like it was so dumb... Nope. No, no, that's Jim. Okay, is he alive still? Yeah, he's on the show. Um, okay, he's not in the first two episodes. Um, the, the the conceit of this is obviously you know Murphy Brown always having been a very hard left leaning liberal uh, reporter back in the day uh, is you know fed up and sick as a retired person uh, with the uh, current political state of our country. Her son moves back into town to start his own show, and of course, she decides to revive her show in the exact same coincidental time slot. Um, and like that seems to be probably the potential point of contention moving forward. You didn't watch the second episode? I didn't, and I probably won't. So you're thinking of Frank Fontana? Yes, Frank. That's his name. Um, so they they work in like real life footage of Sarah Huckabee <laughs> Sanders into the second episode. Mm -hmm. Um, she essentially, uh, which is like calling back to the original series, but she was banned from the White House press brief briefings uh, for the last like two decades. 
essentially, and she tries to sneak in and like create this I am Spartacus type moment of rallying the uh, news against them. And she gets like called out on it. Like nobody follows her. Her son doesn't even follow her. And he basically calls her out on her shit. And like, it seems like she's going to learn to work a little bit more within the system. And if that's the case, then good on the show, I guess. It just felt like the total opposite of Last Man Standing. It was low-hanging fruit. I'll, I'll admit to it was bad jokes. Too. Like, it was super fucking lazy. The only thing, the only reason I like the Hillary thing is it, like, just happened to be so bad it was good. Like, the joke of, like, yeah, no, I'm, I am Hillary Clinton, but I spell it with two L's or whatever, like, or one L or whatever the but fuck. Well, it wasn't Clinton. It was a different last name. Or whatever it was, like, clearly it was, like, meant to be hey i didn't get the job i wanted so now i'm interviewing to be your yeah, assistant yeah. like i thought that like i chuckled a little bit at that um but you man lib Some, <laughs> sometimes being pandered to works it I doesn't mean, always and like i guess as long as you realize don't. that's what's happening and good on you oh, 100 pandered man. express the fact that this exists on cbs is a fucking mystery to me yeah because it's all the old people yeah i can see that like, i mean cbs is demographic does not like if they were actually filming in front of a live studio audience, there would not be the well, cheers in which they had. It's also not doing well, I don't think. So, speaking of which, uh, well, let's do keeps and cuts. Uh, cut. Uh, I'm not gonna start, so I guess cut. Uh, Murphy Brown, cut hard. Um, lower than expected numbers, decent total viewer, viewers, but really bad in 1849. Toss up, but leaning towards cancel. Um, I will say I did also get a slight bit of nostalgia from this, which I enjoyed. It was one of those, like, this is, like, one of the very few shows growing up that I watched with my so mother. Yeah, I didn't watch it my, a ton. But my mom is basically Murphy Brown not on TV. Like, gotcha. Yeah, that totally checks out now that I think about so it. So, like, watching this show, like, if she were to visit right now, I would be happy to show her the fact that this show is back. And let's watch all episodes right now. Also, when the fuck is your mom coming to visit again? I don't know. Probably never. What's up, girl? That's a bummer. Yeah. She's cool. She is cool. I've enjoyed hanging out with her the few times I've gotten to do so. Look, she's gonna be real mad at me because I look didn't register. Jim, actually, yeah, excellent I posture. I am too, you fucker. Excellent posture. Look at that guy. I'm, I literally meant to and never did. He's wooden. Yeah, well, today was the last day. I know. I missed it. Look at that posture. Way to go. Sure. Straight as an arrow. You don't remember that guy? I do, but I wouldn't have picked him out of a lineup. Hey, let's talk about the cool kids. No. Okay. This is another uh, new sitcom. Fuck no. Let's talk about anything else. Uh, Chuck, what do you think? I like this show. I adore this show. <laughs> Evan, it's come back. So good. Evan, come back. It's so It's nice. so. It's like super cheesy and uh-huh. super corny. It's about these three guys and, and a lady who are in a retirement home. I've seen that movie, and Stephen Gutenberg is not in, Gutenberg is not in this show. Uh, they're just kind of getting into be. mischief and shit, he trying Jamie to get Farr a gig for somebody's memorial. I like. I love the chemistry between them all. Um, what's his face? The guy who's like just flaming. Uh, um, I can't remember that guy's name. Man, I can't. He's either. hilarious. He is so funny. He plays my beta blockers <laughs> with boner pills. Oh, God, everything he says makes me laugh. <laughs> you know. God, girl stuff. <laughs> you do a really good impression of You there. actually do really nail that. Um, that How old was David Allen Greer during In Living Color? He's ancient now. I don't know, man, but I... I'm not 100% sure if he's not wearing a rig on his head. Um, well, he was on some sports show today and still had the same exact look. And he looked that way in Lemony Snicket season two as well. Either way. 
Um, he, sh- he typically I really shaves like his show. head, and he's not that. He's really not that bad. He's sixty-two years old. He's not that old. He's not nearly as old as they make him up to be. They on make the him show. seem much older. I despised every second of this show. I can see that. I thought it was funny, man. I like the girl from It's Always Sunny. It was weird that Charlie just showed up. Yeah, uh, it was incredible. And then weird. I like waited until the like the credits rolled, and you know, at the end of Sunny, the Snarfnik, where they record something backwards, mm-hmm. it's the exact same logo, and I was like, oh shit. He totally produced the show. He writes it and directs almost all of it. Oh, no wonder we like it. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Uh, I, it's not like a hard keep in that. Like I can see maybe me not loving this for a whole twenty something episodes, but for now, it's it's definitely a keep for like at least another five or six episodes. Cut for me. I really liked it. Um, it's a keep. Uh, Evan's gonna cut it. Uh, good ratings for Friday will be renewed if it holds. Cool. That's good news. Yeah, that is good news. Also like half hour sitcoms. Um, yeah, let's keep going with the sitcoms. Um, happy together. Um, the Damon Wayne's joint, Junior. Yeah, Damon he's Wayne's not, Junior. He's not quitting this show. Um, <laughs> Man, his wife is cute. Yeah, she, she is. is. Um, so yeah, this is a um, kind of like average suburban couple. Um, one of their favorite like activities is recording <laughs> funny. Answering machine messages on their landline. Damon Wayans Jr. is um, younger than me and does not have a landline. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. That is correct, unless he's in the show. Um, and basically, I, he's the accountant, I guess, for a very famous like Justin Bieber-esque pop star who then decides to <coughs> move in with them. Um, initially, just as a temporary thing, and by the end of the episode... He's like their baby uh, it's boy. of course, a, uh, a permanent thing. So this show's not great, I don't think. Um, Damon Wayans Jr. is the worst. He's real bad. He's and I like him, he but like he's, this man. On New Girl? No. Okay. He was great on New Girl. He's a little too, like, Over the goofy. top. Yeah. Way over the top. I, I also say, hated this show. I will say this. The very end hooked me enough that I'm thinking about watching a second episode. Like, I kind of want to know what these three are going to get into now that it's a permanent situation. <laughs> like, the, what a weird setup. The Damon Wayans is 30, Jr. is 35. Born in uh, the m- November 18th, 1982. So he's younger than me. Barely. Ten months. Sure. Um, mm. The mother is the only thing that, like, sort of semi made me laugh. Um, I like the I like the Justin Bieber dude, too. I forget his name. <laughs> but he yeah, had some funny remember. lines. I mean, not everything he said was funny, but it definitely, Wayne's is definitely the, the one that makes you not want to watch the show. He's the Kevin James of the show, yeah. He stands out as the weakest part of the show, just like Kevin James did with King of Queens. You know, I did not like him in King of Queens, but I, overall, that show is semi-entertaining. This is a hard cut for me. Judge me all you want. Kevin James sucks. I am. I'm judging you as much as I possibly can. Can, can you feel it? King of Queens is great. Uh, this one is a um, very, very short leash keep. I'm going to watch one more episode, I Shot. think. Um, this was probably my least favorite of all the premieres. Uh, I am cutting this, and which says something considering that it is an, a half hour. Yep. And Evan? Comedy. Evan is also going to cut this. Um, he, it had its moments. The wife is hot. <laughs> Way in sucks. Middle of the road ratings, toss up, but I guess cancel. Uh, next up, man, a lot of half-hour comedies. I've 
didn't really realize which, how many. Which wasn't the case the past two or three years. Yeah. yeah. Um, God, remember Marry Me? The Neighborhood. I do remember Marry Me. That show was great. Speaking of great shows. Indeed. The Neighborhood, the neighborhood. is fucking fantastic. This is about a uh, white family who moves into a predominantly uh, black neighborhood. And uh, it's kind of an interesting take on uh, race. Like This show has not Kat Dennings in it. And I still love it. The other white girl from Two Broke Girls. Oh. oh. Yeah, sorry. That's I don't remember her name. It's all good. I'm on it. I um, enjoy Kat Dennings, but anyway. And yeah, I do not, but she is not bad to look at. Um, <laughs> yes, she is. So everybody on this show has good interplay and is charming in their own right, but almost no character in television is better to me than the younger son. He's the best. His enjoyment, his pure elation at the fact that this white Bears. family has moved in. Yes. Uh, at the fact that this white family has moved in next to his father, who cannot stand the you idea. You know what show that kid was on, right? No. The mayor. He yep. was one of the friends of the Was he? That the makes mayor. sense. Um, I'm glad some of those guys landed I really on new shows. The mayor was so great. It's, this show is, is just delightful. Yeah, I man, it's like yep. less charismatic John Mulaney it's as the the white guy. Are you kidding me? That's Schmidt from New Girl. Is it? It is. Yes, that's where I recognize him. He it has he has a little John Max Mulaney. Greenfield. Greenfield. He does have a little John Mulaney. Oh, that's right. I agree. Greenfield. He does. They're close. He um, has like he's way more fit. Of, uh, John Mulaney, but yes, with a, a more fit uh, stature. So mm-hmm. this show. Um, not only is it really funny, but it does what Murphy Brown and Last Man Standing, in my opinion, do very poorly in that it tackles some like legitimate issues. Like they are certainly dealing with race in the show, mm-hmm. but like in a way that it's not heavy handed, that it's legitimately funny. Is it crackhead Johnny? <laughs> yes. Oh, like, you can't call him a crackhead? <laughs> <laughs> like the, the older son, while not nearly as entertaining as the younger one, he has, like he has one of the best moments of the show. Yes. Talking about outside when they're drinking beers? Absolutely. Yeah. That was really, really good. Like, like well when at times. Putting into perspective, he's like, you know, it's easy for you to say, but you don't live this life yeah. thing, and not heavy, like heavy-handed, but not heavy-handed in a way. It was um, just told really smartly, I think. Well, I really it's, enjoyed it. It's not it. heavy-handed in that, like, they kind of dance around it with some jokes, but it's never, like, in your face. It's not very And then at the end, the they, line, like, like, they yeah. deliver, like, this natural conclusion that's a little bit more heartfelt. And then they go, they end it, like, with a perfect joke right at the end. Of him standing in the window. Whatever. Yeah. I've got black friends. <laughs> it, it is really funny. I also really it's like the, well the, the white kid, the, the son. Yeah. I think he, like, comes in at the right time with it's jokes he's almost every time. written very well. Yeah. Oh, uh, so the, you got the jerk to hug you or whatever. Yeah. Like... I don't know. I, I really, I, I am absolutely going to watch more of this show. Yeah, this is a solid keep for me. Also, a keep for me, Evan said, wait, did you say keep? I did. Okay. Evan says, cut, but I liked it. Average ratings, probably renewal. I mean, I, I do hope the show, A, continues to be as good as that first episode, uh, and B, if so, gets renewed. Um, yeah, it could fall apart real quick. Yeah, I can it see fall that. Back into but tropes. Man, right now, based on first episodes, this is my favorite new sitcom. And when when they bring over the bottle of wine and the uh, the mother is like, "I'm gonna take this inside and show all these other freeloaders how to bring gifts," and she yells and like pointing at the wine bottle, I laughed real hard at that. <laughs> it was champagne, Josh. Was it champagne? It they was were celebrating moving into their new house, man. I'm uncultured. I'm sorry. God almighty. Um, I feel bad. Yeah, you do. Uh, also, let's talk about that show. <laughs> so, 
I like this show, but I love the characters. The um, show itself doesn't knock it out of the park for me. I, that's kind of where I'm at, yeah. But the two dads on this show are perfect. <laughs> God, that, that Indian dad has been in so many things. Everything. But when, <laughs> when he comes out and when the main characters, I don't know any character's name in this show at all. I'm with you. Um, I'm I hate it. the Irish best friend or whatever. Hate her. But everything else I like. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's terrible. But she's not the best actress for sure. When the, the younger dad comes out and is like trying to relate to like saying compliments about the mother to really actually compliment his wife. Yeah. And like it's all weird and the mother keeps like, What is with you, man? And then just the nonchalant of the, the Indian father being like, Don't make me fight you for her. Like <laughs> I his delivery of that. I actually fell off my couch laughing. Like I rolled over laughing. Her, her like crew at work is also really funny. That's my least favorite part of the show. Really? Yeah. Man, I like it. The uh, even creepier with a mustache, Michael Sarah. Yeah. Uh, do not like him. Oh, uh, I think he's hilarious. The drone got like tiresome to me. The like. What about that fat guy? I got stuck on a wall. The fat guy was real funny. Do you, Do you know? Do you remember him from another show? Trey? He, he he's recognizable for me. Um, he was definitely recognizable, but yeah, I don't remember. Crashing. He's his manager. Oh yeah. That goes up to him at the Froyo stand. Oh yeah. <laughs> when when they're like. Crashing. He's just always sitting in the yeah in that club. Oh yeah. yeah. When she's I'll like. Manage you. But she's like, you're hanging off a giant set of boobs. And he's like, I'm stuck up here. Nobody will help me. You think I'm liking it either? Like, I thought that was incredibly funny. But the other two characters I could absolutely throw away with. It's incredibly cliche. This is why I say the show doesn't knock it out of the park for me. Like, the video game developer with the three virgin guys. Yeah. Like, it's incredibly cliche and doesn't work. But the overall conceit of her not wanting to turn into her mother, of her dealing with wanting to be the cooler, more, you know, calm mother, but also not wanting her daughter to dance crazy sexy with Justin Bieber, the young one, or whatever. Like, that was all really fun. Holy shit, that was crazy. When she kicked That's the shoe at his, ball, at, his, at his chest or whatever, and like, she's like, I just threw a shoe at a young child. I am my mother. And, yeah. and she was like, it's okay. It bounced off his abs. Like, that was really funny to me. Second episode uh, holds strong. By Does the way. it? Okay, yeah. cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. She uses a house sitting as like an escape from her family nice. and just like uses all their stuff. I'm gonna give this another shot for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it. Uh, it's a short leash keep for me. Evan says keep best new sitcom. That's debatable. Average ratings can't go down or will lean towards cancel. Okay. All right, and uh, last but not least for the keeper cut section. Um, Easily the worst titled show of any new show this year, God Friended Me on CBS. You're forgetting Mr. In-Between. Oh, I am. You want to talk about Mr. In-Between real quick? I can. Yeah, I didn't get, it's the one I didn't get to watch. I did. Go for it. It is an FX show, so I am already leaning towards I like it because <laughs> I like FX shows. Spoiler alert. What is he um, in between of? He is in between of being an enforcer for a mafioso type and being a like um, a, a separated dad. Okay. Um, interesting conceit. It's uh, it's actually quite interesting. Uh, the guy is I can't. He's been on other stuff before, but he's pretty charming. He's an older guy, so like. He takes uh, some of his, uh, like, when he beats up on people, it's a little 
It takes him a little bit longer to recover. There's this one scene where he's walking with his uh, daughter. They're eating ice cream, and these guys, like, talk shit to him, say he's old man and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, uh, he like he kind of blows it off. He walks his daughter to the car, puts her in, buckles her in, says, I'll be right back. And he just walks up to those, good, <laughs> those guys are like, oh, you want some more old man? He just kicks the fuck out of the main guy in the nuts and those other kids like just take off running and he just walks away like he was just That's in fantastic. stride i mean he kicks the shit out of that guy's balls um i really like the show i like uh the lead character he's got some of his serious moments is very it feels very breaking bad better call saul um where he's being very smart about it very intimidating and then when he gets to his daughter he just kind of melts uh, some of the dialogue is a little under, uh, hard to understand because he is—he's got a very, very, very thick, uh, like British uh, Australian accent. Not what I was expecting. Um, uh, yeah, but here. it is very, very, very good. I love it. I'm going to keep it. It's a half-hour FX show. Oh, okay. Ooh, it's going to okay. be watched. Yeah. Cool. It I'm felt like, like it was going to be give a 50-minute uh, show. That's what, when you explained it, everything about that felt like an hour. Even yeah. the trailer that I watched, I was like, this is going to be Half an hour. hour drama is pretty rare. Yeah. Um, and it's got some funny moments to it, too. I mean, he did kick the shit out of that kid's nuts. Um, Evan says, Mr. In-Between, cut, but I liked it. Would keep if I had less to watch. Average cable ratings, getting a little buzz from critics, so I lean toward renewal. Cool. Cool. And then um, it's already been renewed. So there you go. You talked about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Now, for the worst name show of the the fall season. Godfriended me. Godfriended me. Uh, this is a show about a um, very vocal atheist, dumbly so, um, who you said dumbly so. Yeah. I'll With how vocal he is. Yeah. Like. Okay. No atheist literally says, like, hey, there's no God in, like, every conversation they have, unless he's on a CBS show, it turns out. Or he's trying to sell a podcast about atheists. I mean, to the guy he's selling the podcast to, maybe, not to just other people. Or he's William Lunny sharing on Facebook. So what? Or he's William Lunny sharing on Facebook. That's fair. Um, I didn't find it that bad. Yeah, I didn't, continue I didn't with not. the actual synopsis yeah, and sorry. leave out the opinions if you don't mind. If you, yeah, um, if you I will do it however the fuck I like. Thank you very much. Thanks, coach. No problem, champ. <laughs> um, I don't like when you two get along. It's fucking weird. It's twice you said I that. I feel like I'm matter. Sonic. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't fuck know you. what to do. I didn't. I wanted to, but then uh, the real thing here is like, you know. That's the real thing, Josh. Much like Coke. Is that the real thing? I, I don't know. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, God friends him on Facebook, literally. Um, it kind of connects him to a, a handful of people. Um, and he is now kind of not sure what the fuck's going on. He still, I think, is kind of convinced it's, it's, it's some kind of hoax. It's but dealing with coincidence a lot, and, yeah. and it, it leads him to uh, a bit of an inner struggle. Which so I really enjoyed this show. Um, this it show is well made. No business being as enjoyable as it is. I will I will grant you that. Um, for me, <laughs> that kid is so likable. Yes. He's incredibly also charming. from the mayor. Correct. He was the mayor. He yeah. was indeed the mayor. Um, he's incredibly charming. Uh, for me, I also love the fact that um, his father is the dude from um, Justice League. Terminator and Justice League, yes. Terminator 2, Dyson, Miles Dyson. Also from Eureka on the Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That that fits the profile. Also yeah. from a, like a million other Yeah, things. that's fair. Um, so I, I, in my heart of hearts, really hope that they I don't. I hate that saying. I know. I'm sorry. But like they, they don't 
go with the like definitive this is god route right like i hope they either keep it ambiguous or have it be something else that is an overall mystery in the show i don't think that's what they're going to do if this lasts i think that it just continues to lean further and further into the divine intervention um aspect of it but aside from one scene i didn't really have too much personally in like a flaw in this show i liked the interplay between him and the girl i, I like the she's cutie she is man she is so. Um, is that Nicole Sheridan who played her mother? I'm on it. <laughs> I like pretty much all the actors on the show. Like, it's well written. It's well shot. Like, from technically, there is nothing wrong with the show. I just kind of roll my eyes a lot. I, like, See, it never got to me. Like, So it, it gets me a little bit. Like, Just wait till God friends you, you atheist pig. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll see what three happens. Three different people who I mean, you will have to interconnectedly save in order to really get to the conclusion. One can only hope. But so, like, the, the the coincidental meeting of them all is where it almost lost me. Did you say Nicolette Sheridan? That lady's not, not Nicolette. Nicolette Sheridan. Um, I think I said Nicole Sheridan. Oh, Nicolette Sheridan's a porn star. My bad. Nicole Sheridan. Uh, no, her name, her, it's uh, Rachel Bay Jones. Okay. She's not Bay. what I was thinking. Uh, anyway, like, the scene in which, like, she gets hit by a car. Yeah. Um, oh, that which, was brutal. by the way, it looked like it barely touched her. And she was about to die. Um, followed by the person who was in the car behind the taxi. Happens to be the doctor. Yeah, like the way that it all, like, I expected that, and it was in the trailer. But the way it played out was incredibly cheesy. It could have been way, way less than that. Um, yeah. They, they ham-fisted that particular aspect. But I never felt beaten over the head oh, with the atheism. She, no wonder she's cute and familiar. She's Jesse Quick from The Flash. That does explain it. She's she, a, that's where she's Oh, familiar. I thought that said violent bean. <laughs> it's violent. That's still pretty close. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't get like bothered by the, that aspect. Once he like got friended by God and like met up with the girl and everything, it didn't really seem that much. It just seemed like they. The I think he said, "I don't minutes. believe in God," like three or four times in the first ten they're, minutes. I'm they're, like, they're we fucking get selling. it, guys. It was still they're funny with the burning parts. bush and all that kind of stuff. I I, lo I, I thought it was funny. Really? Yeah. yeah. It didn't strike me as funny. Like it wasn't offensive or whatever and but I, I really liked the like him standing in the back of the church for his father's big moment and then like the chest thing at the end was chest, really yeah, good yeah, meeting him with chess in the park like i i yeah no genuinely that, like yes that stuff was good um like i overall i really enjoyed the show i also his friend from work who's the hacker not hacker was really funny to me i like that's fair yeah wow go ahead sorry no, sorry i'm just uh Looking at this list, and Evan was way more negative on uh, this year than anyway. Um, the kid's taking it out of him. <laughs> God, <laughs> he's tired. I'm still watching TV. Cut everything. Uh, God friend of me cut, but it wasn't terrible. Decent ratings. Toss up, leaning towards renewal. If it holds, I'm keeping it. I am as well. I like the show. I like the characters. Uh, it's probably cut for me. So Evan is keeping one, uh, two. He's keeping three shows out of all that shit. That's crazy. Um, and one of them is Maniac. That's stupid. <laughs> God, what a stupid thing to say. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Got nine. I've got nine keeps, but My I'm just not. cousin's bus. That bus. <laughs> that bus, girl. Um, I've got nine keeps. That's probably too much. I've got more than I had. You're keeping expected. way more than you will watch, though. Oh, yeah. But the, the sitcoms, those will be easy finishes for me. Right, right, baby. Right, right. Trey? Why are you being so aggressive? Because you're not pushing the show forward. I mean, I don't want to right now. Push it. 
Push it real good? No, push it real good. Don't put words in my mouth. I'm just trying to so, figure so out. So, and Peppa's here. Uh, all right, that's it for uh, new shows. Let's talk about the very small amount of finished shows that we have. Strap in, folks. Um, oh I think it's just two I finished and one Chuck finished. <laughs> Good job, Josh. You're welcome. Um, I finished uh, Forever, which we talked about a few weeks ago on Amazon. I, I like finished. the sister show, Unclean. <laughs> I finished Forever years ago. Did you well, I didn't. Forever's dead, Josh. Uh, except for this one, which may or may not be coming back. We'll see. It was one of those ones I guess they considered a... Uh, uh, an event series or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see if it comes back. It's uh, Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph. Um, basically, a very unique telling of what happens to you when you die. Um, do you really? guys? What? I did not get that yeah, from the what? You the guys last talked, time we about talked about premiere. They were like fighting on the ski slopes. Yes. So <laughs> that all nobody happens. died. That all happens, and I did not think that he was going to die. Um, Nobody died in the first episode. Spoilers for forever. Yes, they did. I just didn't know it. So the very, literally the last, the last thing that happens is Fred Armisen is skiing down the hill by himself um, and runs into a tree and it literally just like cuts. And I assumed they would like, he would wake up and be in the hospital or shenanigans, ice pack on his head or some shit. No, he fucking died. And then don't worry. Maya Rudolph dies real quickly afterwards. Um, and this entire this entire show is literally so they end up in like this town that is full of random people that have passed away. There's like a 16 year old kid from like the 70s who's a giant douchebag, but also Fred Armisen's best friend. Um, like, man, I don't know if I want to hear any more about this. This sounds like I would love this show. How long are the episodes? Th- I've only really gotten into the second episode, so it's it's 30 minute episodes and there's only eight of them. Oh my god, really? You want me to just shut up? Yeah. Okay, this show's fucking awesome. I got a TV boner. It's so good. You did not sell this show well the first time. No, nope. because I didn't know. When I talked about it last time, I had watched that first episode. You're a bad show seller. You're very bad about it. Well, it's a good thing show selling is a part of the circle yeah, of life. Church. If she's not the hormone monstrous, I don't it like is, Maya Rudolph, but I'm going to give this show a chance now. It is one of the most unique takes on like life after death that I've ever seen. Ever, just it's shut up. More than the good place. Um, it Ooh, is Sophie's choice. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> Which did not go to the good place. Um, <laughs> well, shit. It's it's pro- it's on I'm the same level. It's a tie. It, you, it can be a tie. It it, it really it is be because the good place is also an incredibly unique take on. Yeah, but that's this an hour is, long. So what? That's no, an that's hour long. No, it's not. It's half hour comedy. Yeah. Why didn't I finish watching that? Maybe it's it felt like an hour. The first four episodes are kind of lame, and then it just gets feel like an hour. Maybe. I mean, I didn't feel that way, but I can see how you might. This conversation felt like an hour. Either Should way, I will say this. You're right. I'm the sorry. The difference, I think, is the good place still no, deals with care. the good place and the bad place. Right. And forever does not. Okay. Yet. Yeah. That, that we know Who of. knows? It might, Season and you just two. don't know it yet. Titled In Hell. Um, well, cool. I'm forever glad I could get you guys to. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to give it a shot. It's no, really good. Um, Amazon Prime. Okay. He's not. He's not gonna do that. No, I'm I know he's not. But I'm gonna watch like the first five minutes and be like, I don't like this. You're gonna mute it and yell at your TV. Um, yeah, but then I'll finish it. The first episode is really that. funny, but it's man, it's just drastically changes after that. Um, and then I also finished Atypical, uh, the second season of that um, cool. on Netflix. Um, I won't get into like a ton of detail, but season one ends with basically the mom cheating on the dad. 
um, and kind of like basically the dad is told about this like literally in the fi- last like two on minutes. the calendar. Uh, yeah, of the uh, it, the right. daughter writes it on the I'm calendar right. at the end of the. Uh, the daughter the is season. the best. She is. So this season um, deals with all sorts of shit. Like she, at a certain point, like questions her sexuality and like uh, best friend turns into a possible girlfriend. Oh, not. Um, um, oh God damn it! What's the main kid's the character's name? Sam. Thank you, Sam. Yes. Is it really? It is. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> that's that's a miracle. Did you just fucking pull a name out of yeah. the Yeah. That's oh crazy. Oh my god. Unless I'm just unless you just like imprinted that on my brain. Woo! Either way, um, he's dealing with like trying to that. get prepared to go to college, and he joins like this after school group um, with other um, autistic. Um, high schoolers that are like again preparing for the same thing uh-huh. and those group sessions are the greatest thing of all time would I even stand a chance at living through it it's not I mean <laughs> I don't think it's that awkward man. there were some parts in the first it's, season it's emotional there, I mean, sometimes too, but I don't think it's awkward he can't get through glow that's fair it's still I feel like glow is more awkward no than way. atypical is no way you're a crazy person you are insane Maybe so. I fucking adore him on that bed with that girl in a bra. Josh would throw up and curl into a ball <laughs> hold and on, hold hibernate. Hold on, hold on. Bra? No. Okay, never mind. She's in high school, dude. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Um, no, don't want it. Yeah, that part is awkward. You're right. Uh, the the best friend. Um, the, the, the guy that always says that he's fucking and getting laid. Yeah, man. I got so much pussy this, this weekend. This season, he just is basically him just getting caught constantly smoking weed at the, like outside of the back of the store. <laughs> that kid was really funny, dude. He just amps it up this season. It's like this is like potential top ten show for me for the year. I'm obviously not guaranteeing that, but like I I really want it to be a top ten show. How's Michael Rappaport? Um, fucking wonderful as always. Is uh, what's her name? Uh, he, still the worst. Yeah, um, the wife, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. Yes. Uh, well, so it's tough. Like, so while you can I hated uh, her in the first, like, God, what I see four episodes. So you can obviously relate to certain aspects of the show. Yeah. Um, in this, and I, I couldn't directly relate to those things in the first season. In the second season, though, we are dealing with the fallout of a woman who cheats on her husband. Turns out I can relate to. Trey's <laughs> been in these waters. <laughs> so it was interesting to me that, like, obviously the stuff with Sam, I still couldn't necessarily um, like relate directly to, even though I still really enjoy like seeing all that play out. But there was t- a whole other side of the show this year that, like, very much I had mixed feelings on. But like in a good way, like I like that it kind of challenged the fact that, like, based on previous experience, I should just straight up hate the wife for the whole show. But like. She does. She does things that make you like kind of feel sorry for her, and then um, the husband does things that like you're like, man, like that was kind of cold-hearted, even in this situation. Um, and so you're like, wait, but I probably would have done that in that situation. So like, there was a lot of, and it's also even more interesting because I'm watching it with Brittany. <laughs> so like, voicing any of that gets a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyways, the whole experience of that show is just real fucking good. And I want it's you like, amazing. every time she shows up on screen, if you just be like, fuck you, bitch, like loud. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite that. <laughs> it's It's been a while. I'm not quite that uh, upset that about it anymore. Stained. Turn, uh, say what? It's been a while. Oh, 
Wow. All right, moving on. Um, uh, staying <laughs> in puddle, puddle of mud. Hey, it's Doug's birthday tomorrow. Oh yeah. Nice. Um, in the he did really good in the movie. Most vague mm-hmm. way possible, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about Bojack Horseman season five. Uh, this show. Next show or no? He wanted to talk about it. Oh, so. that's fine. Okay. I'm just I'm gonna vague book it like you did with that uh, Murphy Brown post in the group that you never answered. Uh, <laughs> he said that scene in Murphy Brown, and we went, "What? Huh?" Oh, did you guys respond to that? I got no. <laughs> Technology, yo. Hey, Tell me about Bojack. Holy the shit. Scene is the um, this show is one of the, and it sounds ridiculous to say, but it's one of the smartest written shows on TV. Oh, um, hands down, just from obviously pre- previous seasons. There are two, usually there is uh, one episode per season where you're just like, holy shit. Like it hits, you know yeah. what I mean. It gets the it feels, or you're, it's cause slap so hard. <laughs> but with a gentle touch, you know, yeah. like it's one that you like you'll never forget because you you want to remember it, you know, that kind of slap. <laughs> you feel me, Josh? Oh, sure. You feel me, Coach? Come on, Coach, get I, in here, Coach. I do, champ. Okay, so it deals with some uh, emotional things during the course of the year, and I won't, don't want to get into specifics because it will spoil. That is, is topical, but it is also incredibly well thought out and written. And every time that you see something like that, you also see, you know, somebody on the sidewalk doing the worm that's an actual worm. <laughs> Or, you know, a mosquito at a dinner party that is walking around with a plate of food. And then he stops and he turns around and he looks up at this bug zapper and he just starts, like, leaning up that way. And then it cuts to something else and you're, I mean, it's super subtle and it's silly and it makes you laugh. But then something incredibly thought-provoking and poignant happens where you're just like, God almighty. Sometimes you have to stop it when it's rolling the credits and just like... Man. Yeah, that show gets real dark sometimes. I've watched the first like four episodes of the season. Um, it gets real dark sometimes. That actress that he's like sleeping with. Yeah, man, like that that scene where she's singing. Yeah, dude, you're like, oh shit, like this did to not me, go that how was, I thought. To me, that was nothing like the entire Diane episode where she's like traveling the world. <laughs> man, that was brutal at times it was brutal but also there's one line where bojack asks if he got if she got her neck uh, lengthened because she cuts her hair real short yeah <laughs> which is like whatever it, like it's funny but it's not like hilarious and then like a few scenes later just long enough that you've forgotten about that joke todd rolls in and <laughs> just goes hey diane nice neck and walks <laughs> off and i fucking broke todd is the best character on this show <laughs> all the asexual oh, stuff so say what is that the donnie no. <laughs> no, that's that's Mr. Peanut Butter. That's right. Um, Todd is um, Aaron Paul's character. He's the actual human with the gotcha. beanie, the basically homeless guy. Gotcha. He's, he's not by the end of this episode. And he invents something that is up for new char- best new character. Oh, I'm excited. You should um, be. <laughs> you, you pointed it out, and I, I guess I've never really realized it, or at least like put my finger on it. The, the I think what makes the show like so good is that it does all this dark stuff but then like there's always some amount of ridiculousness happening somewhere just like the very nature of the show Mm -hmm. that it's like this guy is a walking talking horse yeah (laughs) 
like that alone is just makes it like on its surface kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for pointing that out because I never really. I mean, obviously, I always knew that, but like, didn't. It is usually it, the guise sense. of something ridiculous to say silly things at times, but some important things at times as well. Some very important things, I would argue. Mm-hmm. Like this, man. I can't some serious subjects. I can't wait till you get to episode eleven. It's man. the next thing I'm finishing. I'm not watching outside of Chicago shows. Episode which six. Wait for no one. Episode six has a slightly higher rating on IMDb. It's like a nine point six, and eleven is like a nine point four, something like that. But they are easily two of the top. I would the put those two with the dementia uh, as my top three, even over the uh, the aquatic episode. Man, that episode is so good. It See, is. I think I have the aquatic episode a little bit over dementia, but I need to figure out the actual names of those episodes. But anyway, uh, anything else you want to add about BoJack? No, I'll spoil it if I do. Fair enough. Um, we'll we'll I'm to happy it. to talk about that again in two weeks if you want. All right. Buckle up, Josh. Um, it's fine. You should watch right. episode six, though. Ooh, I think you would like it. And that is... Because uh, it stands alone, turns out. One hour and 45 minutes later, all like the television we watched in the last All movie. right. Um, so let's uh, spend about 10 minutes on movies and then <laughs> call it a night. Good luck. Um, I think we can make it. Um, let's start with uh, one I think just Josh has seen, A Star is Born. Yeah. Um, so you good. Go, you. Looks I, good, man. Man, so I mentioned this to you when we were standing in line for concessions at uh, Venom, which we'll talk about here in a second. But, like, one of my least favorite things in my life is when I have seen a movie that just sticks in my head that I've got nobody to talk, talk to about. Um, I intend to go see that movie by Sunday. Full disclosure, I'm fairly certain this is my actual, not just the best, but my favorite movie I've watched this year. That's impressive. Um, Jesus. Like, so, it's... Emotionally engaging and devastating and endearing. Um, it is one of the best directorial debuts I've ever seen in a movie. Uh, it's got two of the better performances I've seen in years. Like, there's just something about this movie. This is something that's been remade literally. This is the fourth time this movie has existed from the 30s on. Um, it goes to places that I was not expecting it to go to, so much so that, like, when I left this movie, I drove home and, like, two things happened. I immediately had to look up whether or not the same subjects were broached in the previous versions of this show because some of the stuff you wouldn't necessarily expect a, sh- a movie from the 30s. Yeah. To, you should uh, still leave that as vague. Yeah, or I'm not saying it okay. anymore. Um, and then also had to just sit on my couch at 1 o'clock in the morning with a glass of whiskey. Like, I literally didn't have the TV on or anything. I just sat there with a drink in my hand and just thought about the movie for, like, half there an hour. That's, um, a, that's a tell of a great movie. Like, so, without getting into spoilers, the opening scene, I, I texted you guys really briefly in the theater, but, like, the way that it is directed. Like, so, Bradley Cooper is a... Country, like a, a country rock musician, essentially, like you know, southern rock um, superstar in a way. And the opening scene is him performing on stage, and he's very clearly a strung out character. Um, he is like popping pills and drinking. This is all within the first like 10 seconds of the movie, right? Before he actually goes on stage. And then the way that that particular scene is directed, it's so frenetic and fast paced. And there's camera blur all over the place, and it's focusing specifically on his hands, but you can't really tell what's going on. Like, it very much is the embodiment of the mindset of that character in an incredible way. Um, Interesting. It, it immediately struck me as like, man, this guy knows what he do, what he's doing besides just putting a good story to celluloid. Like, he is directing this movie more than I probably expected. 
Bradley Cooper's a talented motherfucker. He really, really is. In my opinion, like, I know there's a lot of movies to come still, but he is easily my front runner for best actor. Um, Lady Gaga is amazing. Yeah. Sam Elliott is fantastic in of this movie. Of course he is. Heard a lot of um, buzz about that guy. <laughs> What's that? A lot of buzz about that guy. Yeah, man. He like he's only in it for like a short amount of time overall. He also told me that movie. Winn Dixie was the beef people. <laughs> okay. Um but man, like I just it, this is the movie I've thought about the most since leaving theaters. Like aside from like so the movie I've watched most this year is Ready Player One, and it's still probably my number one in terms of like dumb fun enjoyment. Um, even over Avengers, but this right. has been like this is that movie that I will go to bat for in our awards, barring like the first man being what I think it has the potential to be, right? Because sure. Damien Chazelle is like one of my favorite working directors, but as he um, should be, I, I want everybody to see this movie. I want to be able to talk to this movie, like to to everybody about this movie. Yeah, my intention is to go Friday night and see this. So. Okay, like I don't ever want to see it again, but I absolutely want to see it right now. Oh man. Uh, things like that have not been said since 12 years of slave. <laughs> it doesn't, okay, it doesn't hit on quite the same, like, I hate that I'm white level as, sure. as 12 years of well, slave. Nothing fucking does. Um, but no, like, the, the movie I is still just, feel bad. In my opinion, like, incredible and phenomenal are like Poor the two God. words that I would Man. say about this. Also, that, it kind of makes me, like, I'm real excited for trips to Knoxville. It's bummer Evans yeah, right? to go, but man, I'm excited to, for that type of movie to start I'm, I'm definitely in as long as I'm not working. Oh, man, I need to. And I think I need to get my cry on in a small theater in Knoxville. Oh, dude, I wet in this movie, like openly with a woman chomping on popcorn two seats away from me. I couldn't I'm just, help it. I'm looking for something to dethrone room. Also, fuck you, Boone, for backing out. That's so sad. That's he's twice. known to do that. I know. Um, Frosted Flakes over there. He's got more flakes about Assassination Nation? Yes. Not, not a lot, but we have to talk about Assassination Nation. Go ahead. Man. What the like? So this movie is both exactly what I expected it to be and nothing like I expected it to be. There's no way that people could expect that. <laughs> if you saw the end credits coming, you are a fucking piece of shit, or you need to play the lottery. Full dis- full disclosure. Spoil spoilers for Assassination Nation. <laughs> At least for the cr- the credits. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll get into those later. Uh, yeah, go yeah, ahead yeah. and okay, talk about as you want. So Assassination Nation, which I kind of thought had like potential purge qualities based on the original trailer that we saw. Um, this is that movie that Trey, you were super intrigued by the trailers with. There was like people with like American masks on, and like it was like trigger warning and lists like fifteen things about like. Uh, you remember that? Yeah. So Maybe this I movie. I don't want you to tell me about this. Huh? No, it. No, no, you. No. Okay, go ahead. This movie is about uh, four high school girls. Um, well, okay, three high school girls and their. Uh, I think pre-op trans. <laughs> right. I believe uh, fourth. So I, I don't know the nomenclature for it. I'm just confused about what you said. Pre-op. Yeah, pre-op transsexual. Okay. Um, so The fourth part, I guess. Yeah. You're saying the so fourth the, person there's is? Three, uh, there's three girls. And okay. Then and then the four, okay. Yeah, again, trying to be respectful here. No, no, but, you're fine. You're fine. Um, they're in high school. Uh, they do what high school girls do, which is live on social media and uh, act a little bit more adult than they probably should. Right. Um, and they live in this small town of Salem. And basically what starts to happen is it starts with the mayor of the town gets hacked. Uh, he is a conservative, a Republican who runs on like the family values, and of course he is hacked, and his pictures reveal that he is, you know, uh, cross-dresser, cross-dressing, and very much in a homosexual relationship and everything else. And within the first ten minutes, he starts to hold a press conference, and the entire town is like, it's it's actually well shot in my opinion. Like it it follows him from behind 
the stage. He comes out on the stage. It's all filmed from the back perspective of him. You can't see anybody yelling at him, but you can hear it. You can see stuff like being thrown at him or whatever, and he tries That's to get cool. everybody's attention and then blows his brains out. Oh, shit. All uh, right. Yeah, the next is the, the principal of the school gets hacked, and he gets a real bad rap. The only thing that happens with him, his pictures is he had his daughter who was in the bathtub. Um, she's six years old, so maybe a little older than you would expect for those pictures. But, of course, everybody claims pedophile and forces him to resign. Uh, he doesn't resign, though. He doesn't resign. They expect him to, and he forces him to It's the same scene, though. It's the exact same yeah, scene. Shot the same way, only from the front perspective this time. So, like, you see him addressing the people, but you still can't see the it's people. The guy from, it's the black dude from Fear the Walking Dead, the good actor in that show. Okay. Uh, and, and then... He does a good job. All fucking hell breaks loose. Everybody gets hacked. The entire town gets their information from the cloud leaked. Uh, and it essentially turns into blaming one of the four girls and... The, the girl who's having a relationship with Joel McHale. Well, not an actual relationship with Joel oh, McHale. I'm out of this movie already. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Uh, but Joel McHale is like, she babysat for them, and they started like text com like conversing. She's also dating uh, Bill Skarsgård. So I'm um, back in. <laughs> um, who No, who's a fucking asshole in this movie. He's also barely in he it. He is. Oh, yeah, uh, back out. He, he's in it enough to sexually assault his girlfriend. Yes. All right, then. In a, in a horrific way. Um, the last 30 minutes of this movie turns into the entire town going apeshit, wearing crazy masks, and attempting to murder four teenage girls into, like, literally a shootout in the middle of this town. It's a very blatant allegory for the Salem Witch Trials, as Chuck pointed out. Like, it's the Scarlet Letter, but on a thousand degrees. Like, it's, it's insanity, but it's not at all good. Man, there are so many different voices in this. It changes, like so many times like the first hour of this movie had a very definitive theme it was shot consistently it had a very consistent message uh there are some really awful things that happen to some of these people that make you like like feel uncomfortable like really uncomfortable very much so. uh and then like it just it goes into some sort of weird it's like spaghetti a, it's like a scene western kind of it, exactly it's a spe it's but a just shittily like if we did it yeah <laughs> okay it's awful that's There's pretty bad tray. it is fucking terrible the only thing I liked is when that cop got shot in the gut and it just, and it just exploded <laughs> all over the cop car we everybody in the theater laughed there was like six people but it was loud <laughs> that one dude in the back who was basically ready player one girl yeah um, like he was having the most fun he that was, was that so over the top. And I think that if the entire movie was that way, it might have been a little bit more fun. It's or very jarring to change from where it was. And like a str it, it would be like watching the Simpsons movie, and then the last 20 minutes it turns into Django Unchained. All right. Um, the only yeah, aspect that's of a hell of a like uh, swerve. The shootout that stood out to me is like not terrible. Was actually really liked the way the escalation of it was filmed in terms of like. The, the four of them up in the top floor, there's the mother down below or getting, you know, having a shower or whatever. And like mm -hmm. you see the silence of these residents like descending upon the house and 
I mean, that wasn't bad. There were outside and like rotating cameras and like people who are trying to break in through this window and then somebody comes along. So they cut away and they cut back Mm -hmm. and the person's not there anymore. But the window's open like they in my opinion, that particular two minutes of film was shot incredibly well, like the the. Um, uh, there were parts of this movie that weren't terrible, but, but overall, the fuck o- this movie. It was overall not a good movie. It's At the end of it, it's like all these girls who are banding together. They've all got weapons, et cetera, et cetera, from oh, Joel McHale, who gets his throat slit from a razor blade shoved into a bar of soap. I'm back in. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, like he's also going to like totally rape her, and he's got a knife on her face and Jesus. anyway oh, it's uncomfortable there are lots of moments like, that. like it. but anyway at the very end of it is like all these people in masks and aka the witch hunting like crazy trump lover people that's what they're building this up to be and more or less all the daughters and of the town all the girls and they're gonna fight and three of them have guns and all the rest of them are like 12 years old and the rest of them are all adults that are fully armed and they just go Cut. Yeah. Like, so to me... Oh, no. So to me, that scene was trying to be, like... These are your daughters, right? Like it was. It was very much like. So the reason they are rallied together is because the main girl, who's being accused of everything, right? She uh, like skypes out or uh, live broadcasts a video of her basically saying, "I didn't do this. I didn't hack anybody. Everything else." And like, it's a very much like supposed to be empowering girl power speech, right? And so all the daughters are watching it. It's like the end of fucking Truth or Dare, in terms of like broadcasting out that information. Yeah, Truth or Dare. Done worse. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> it's hard to do better. But um, the credits yes. is just a girl, a cheerleader or a color guard girl or whatever, uh-huh. marching through the street with a black marching band behind her with a drum, a full drum line, dead bodies and cars on fire marching through the streets of Salem with no context whatsoever other than just there's this incredible. And what is the song? I still don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't even want to look it up. They're playing some marching band version, some drumline version of a of a popular song. But okay. it's like three and a half minutes of them just marching through this town. It's the full credits. People. Like it's baffling. It's so crazy to me. That's weird. The ho- I mean the movie, man. I, I kind of want to watch movie. it. It it is as complicated as I've ever been walking out of it out of a theater. Go ahead. All I right. wasn't. It sucked. Um next up, Peppermint. I like this movie. This movie was good. It was a solid, like, late 90s, early 2000s action flick. Yeah, would you have been surprised if this came out in 1994 and it had Jean-Claude Van Damme in it? No. Especially because it would have also starred actual Henry Rollins instead of Mexican Henry Rollins, like the main villain was. Mexi Rollins? Yeah. <laughs> he, d- he looked like a Mexican Henry Rollins. I thought he had some Brolin in him. He had a little bit of Brolin in him. He was like, you know, uh, Josh Rollins. <laughs> Brawling. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this movie was entertaining though. It was. It was flat out fun. Yeah, it was she was a badass and then Jennifer Garner. She did murder some folks. It had good action. Started like, a little slow. Yeah. Um, but the story was like solid enough to like make you feel like you kinda gave a shit. Like, Lesser Sam Rockwell was wound up being bad. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh the dude from the newsroom? Sure. Yeah. I stand by That's myself. where I know that guy from. Yeah, he was like, uh, is, is Jim Gallagher, John Gallagher? Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, Jim Gaffigan, you're right. It was Jim Gaffigan. Um, <laughs> I believe he just goes by Gallagher. 
He's the guy that <laughs> smashes the oh, watermelon. Oh, smashes watermelon. Yeah, that's why he had the tarp the whole time. That's yeah. true. Uh, the guy who plays number two in season nine of Scrubs is Who does like, he work for, though? Uh, <laughs> you know. He's the shitty lawyer for the <laughs> cop. <laughs> Damn it. There's no way you meant to do that. I did. <laughs> I did not. Oh, fuck. That could not have worked out better. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We don't. I don't feel like we need to go too deep into Peppermint. That's a movie that everyone should red box, though. That's a great red box movie. Yeah. It doesn't need to be on a big screen. If you got Movie Pass or A List, go ahead. Yeah, if it, I don't think it's in theaters anymore. It might be. Um, maybe, but I mean, either way, everyone should watch that movie. I can get like not going opening weekend or whatever. Yeah. But th- uh, man, I I miss movies like that. Uh, just yeah, uh, it turn off your brain. Big just budget, a, whatever. Just but a turn well off made. your brain. Just let them go to town. Yeah. There's some gross stuff with legs breaking and shit. I feel like there's an award that we have for these kinds of movies. Like it's absolutely like it's not bad. It's not going to be in our top ten. It's the Ballantines, right? It is exactly the Ballantines. Yeah. This is this a good is a nomination a for the Ballantines. It is. Let me see if I if not, the, I think the winner so far this year. Um, and then last, um, and maybe least, I don't know. Um, Venom. Um, we Venom, saw this weekend. Venom, Man, I, I love Kamikaze as an album, but there are two songs that are unbearable on Eminem's new album, and one of them is this one. Venom. Um, it is awful, and the other one is the Jesse Reyes song. But um, Venom was. I can't not do it anymore. Equal parts, exactly as bad as I expected, but. Ten times more fun. So, going into this, there was all these critics that were basically comparing it to things like Ben Affleck's Daredevil, Catwoman, Ca- Halle Berry's Catwoman, or like a, a ten-year-old yeah. comic book movie, um, but a bad one. And this is, I, I think, the first thing I said to Chuck when the movie ended um, was that this is a pretty solid comic book movie. If one has not seen a comic book movie since, like. 2006 or 7. Um, yeah. Like pre-MCU. Yeah, pre-Iron Man. This, it's not awful. It's got okay moments. acting. It's got okay action. It's got some good moments. The CG is good, but definitely not great. No. I would not um, call it good necessarily. It's, it's passable. It's serviceable, sure. There's um, a reason why a lot of it's shot in is. the dark. Yes. This... Yeah, the movie this is serviceable a, is how I would describe this movie. I, I've described this movie as the most five out of ten ever. Like it is not horrendous. Yeah, but nothing it is like pissed me off that I would call good. Um, yeah, like you just we're kind of like, oh, okay, well, cool. Like Venom Lethal Protector number one it's, basically just got turned into a movie. It's a poorly made movie that found the fun in itself, and it's not like so. I've Liked bad movies, and Evan has called me out on this. I have liked movies that are so bad they are good, but it wasn't like they were. No, this is yeah, yeah. This is not so bad; it's good. This is it's just all right. It's just an entertaining enough movie because who in this modern age does not enjoy superheroes fighting each other? Yeah, Um, Um, the villain I had the same issue with um, that I did with um, Logan. My only complaint from that movie. Um, it's no, actually it's it's, it's just a problem with, and you're gonna fight me on this, but the MCU origin movies, like the first run of these characters is almost always, the bad guy is the same but bad version of the hero. Yeah. So Loki. 
Kaecilius is the same as Doctor Strange, but he's the bad. That's that one for sure. Um, yeah. Black Panther and Killmonger are the same. That one for sure. Um, Iron Man and um, Ironmonger. Ironmonger are the same. One is bigger, but like it is a well-known. Yeah. Like it is a Doctor Strange of the doesn't. MCU movie. Yeah, it doesn't get me as much as those other two for Only sure. Because Dormammu exists, but Kaecilius is still he's and then a sorcerer. I right? guess I can see the point in Loki in that it's an Asgardian, but no, no, no. Loki I was is, saying is actually an no, example that's against it. Yes, that okay. was my argument. Uh, um, Abomination and Hulk. Um, <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man didn't do it. Um, luckily, Spider-Man did not do it, and that's also why. But like, if you look at the people who are considered top-tier Marvel villains, it's Loki and it's Vulture. And yes, people throw Killmonger in there, but that's because Michael B. Jordan was so good in that role. Yeah. But a lot of those, and this just does the same thing. Riot is Venom. He yeah. also only exists in five minutes of this movie. Yeah. Venom. Riot doesn't sound as good. Riot, Riot, Riot. No, it's yeah, you, you, could, you couldn't do that. Get Although, if anybody could, it would be Eminem. Right. Um, but yeah, like. He couldn't write Venom is almost the villain of this movie for 90% of the time. Yeah. Which uh, is makes sense given the character. It's still fun. Lane had a blast. Trey Man, had a Lane blast. Yeah. Loved that movie. Um, yeah, Trey did too. It made $30 million over its projection. That's what its surprised me given the 20 million in the week. It like, also uh, made me jump Evan $20 million in uh, Fantasy Movie League. So, uh, suck it. Nailed suck it. it. Dude, you were so far behind. Uh, yeah, it's bad. No one's you were like behind. Candlebox. You were it's, left behind. It's, yeah, Candlebox. It's bad. I knew you would say that. Um, but yeah, Venom is another, like, if someone said, should I go see Venom, I would tell them to red box it. Yeah, I mean, or... It is on the same level as Peppermint How invested are you in the character? Even then. I mean, the, uh, some of the effects on a big screen would be much better than on, you know, a 50 I almost feel like inch. it would hide some of the bad effects if you watched it on I a I mean, some screen. of it w- was not good, but some of it was fine. Michelle Williams went on record as saying... Some she of was days. terrible in that movie. She was. She also went on record as saying some of the days on Venom are some of the hardest days she's ever had on a movie set ever. Yeah, it's just real tough cashing that paycheck for barely <laughs> acting. God. I also hated her character. She was awful. But was I loved dumb. her like, boyfriend. Are you kidding me? Jenny like Slate was thing? also terrible. That guy's on Veep, by the way. Is he? And his name is yeah. also Dan. Have I told you I've started watching Veep? No. I've almost finished the first season. Veep is wonderful. It's my, like, random, I need something to watch, Britney's asleep, and everything that's left to watch is shows I watch with her. You have seen show. nothing. Oh, that I'm sure. That show hits its stride, and, like, right around the end of season two, beginning of season three. It's so fun. And I already, good. like, Dan is a master. He's, a ma- he's masterful. Anyway, uh, uh, how many, the writing is so fucking terrible in this movie. Oh, it yeah. is easily the worst part. Yes. How many times can somebody, can different people say, have a nice life? Four apparently and <laughs> an hour and forty. That's I for fuck's sake. I also don't like Riz Ahmed. Really? I thought he was fine. He didn't have good dialogue. I'm tired yeah. of seeing him in this sniveling villain role, which I feel like he's done more than once recently. Um, I just I don't get the the love for that guy. Also, Riz Ahmed sounds like. Riza is gonna be like going to med school and have a TV show. Man, I would go to Riz Ahmed. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Does Jizz also teach there? <laughs> Ghostface Killer? <laughs> Holy shit, Wu-Tang You sounds like my kind of... Ghostface Killer's in the morgue. Oh, man. I would absolutely fucking... If that was a TV show, I'd watch it. Oh, man. Law taught by ODB? <laughs> I want to go to Wu-Tang You. Thanks for the input, Trey. You motherfucker. He's looking up stuff. 
God. I was. Is I was trying to remember the name of that man? show that he was in that I loved him in, which is the night of. The night of, yeah. Holy fuck, that show is so good. If it's not Riz Ahmed, I don't care what it is. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, the movie was still fun. They they did a yeah. tease during the credits. Man, um, oh, you're talking about the right, spoilers for the end of Venom. Um, yeah, they they tease Carnage there at the end, and they hit the super weird casting choice to me. They hit the tease with a fucking <sighs> sledgehammer. I yeah, did, I didn't like it. I didn't like. That I like the idea scene. that Carnage could show up. I did. Yeah, I agree. I didn't like the execution. Um, when I get the out best of here, there's gonna be Carnage. Carn- yeah, so it's he bad. paused. There's gonna be Carnage. And I don't. Yeah, I, I love Woody Harrelson, but symbiote name. Like <sighs> I am. What? Yeah, I'm fucking good on him being uh, Cletus Cassidy though. Holy shit. The Spider-Verse. I'm ready. Dude, that oh was the man. best part of that whole experience was Absolutely getting to see the end of the Spider-Verse stuff. Holy shit, I'm excited for that movie. Pretty December dope, is man. fucking packed, man. Dude, the, the rest oh, of this in year December too? for movies, yeah. TV, and video games are stupid. Yep. No, we got like one more week. Before it gets, and crazy. It gets stupid. Oh, I yeah. okay. So you weren't yeah. counting this upcoming week. I see what yeah. you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. There's still something that comes out this week I want to see. We watched a lot. Enough that we talked for over two hours about it. You did. Um, I, I watched a lot. Yes, I did. I you did. talk a lot. I don't hear you. Let me say anything. <laughs> Fucker. Uh, on that note, mm-hmm. have a good night, everybody. Riz Med. Now accepting applications. Thank you for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for more episodes when we make our return next week. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time.